Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's good, hey, everybody? Wow, that came out of nowhere. Wow. We did that last week? It did. I just didn't we expect like, that. I didn't expect it from you. I didn't expect that from you at all whatsoever. But it is Brian. It is Dexter Henry. This is the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast, episode 220. Yes, Coming sir. to you live. We want to do this one, a special one, because we are going to be talking about all these NBA awards. No, we are not talking about the All-Brian team. We are keeping violence, I think out of this episode uh for the most part until so the playoffs none of that yeah until the playoffs are over now gotta see how people you back. know gotta see how people do all brian shit in the postseason you know what i mean yeah so. yeah we'll, we'll we'll see about that we're not gonna do this one alone though we got our boys with us first up we got my man gerard hector you see him with me every wednesday on the nba exchange you also see him on true hoop he joins us here now gerard what's up man you're look i mean here we go First, a couple couple things. Number one, the music was so loud. I felt like I was coming into like a hip hop studio. You know when like rappers always be like, "Yo, turn turn me up in the headphones." I'm like, "No, turn me down in the headphones." <laughs> this shit is loud as fuck. Anyway, what's up, fellas? And uh, second thing, uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Am I still the number one returning returning guest in terms of appearances on this show? I better be. Y'all really messing up if I'm still not number it, one. If it ain't you, it's Murph. It's one of y'all. Yeah, two, it's, you or Murph. it's you or Murph. It's you or, or Murph. And I'm disappointed. You talking about you hearing the music and it's all out. After that, I'm expecting to hear some bars. We ain't getting no bars. <laughs> Man, get out of here with all that. What, what, what is that? We ain't getting no bars at all. Let's see. Well, speaking of Murph, let's see if Murph. Murph, you, uh, you're here with us. Murph, as you know, black ethologist, just came back from New Orleans. Uh, see his work on Anscape. Murph, you got some bars for us? No bars. No bars. I'm sorry about that. I'm, sorry about that. I'm, doing, I'm doing my best to hear you guys. Am I having... Can you hear me clearly? I'm sorry if the music was too loud and then I burst the eardrum uh, or two. But uh, Gerard dis- disappointed me with no bars. And uh, someday we'll get some aggressive Wait, because when you because when you come in and say, turn me up in the headphones, you have to, that mean, bars have to come out. You got right? to. Guy, right. there's, not, there's nothing else after yeah, but, that. But, but, but I said turn me down in the headphones, though. So, I mean. So, spit, so whispers, give us some ad libs or something. <laughs> <laughs> something <laughs> i don't know All right, we're gonna talk nba awards we got a, this is gonna be a lot to go to and rather interesting right because i feel like some way brian is going to uh vote for all his peoples anyway you know who that is uh bam out of for defensive Uh-oh. play of the year uh we, we know how it is but we're gonna start off Brian actually made the order for this. He tried to go from easy to hard so he said we're gonna go uh with nba six man of the year first uh, player who's played the best coming off the bench. I always feel like this is an interesting award to look at. Why don't we just start with Brian, since we already know where he's going on this. Brian, who you got for NBA Sixth Man of the Year? 
Tyler Hero, let's keep it moving. <laughs> Do you want to say why? Most points off the bench, most assists off the bench, top three and threes, top three and free throws, impactful, better than John Hollinger thinks, et cetera, et cetera. We don't need to keep we don't need to stay here for very long. So, there's Strays, a lot of Hollinger hate. A lot Strays of at hate. John Hollinger. Uh, and there we go. Greg says what your team would be, and that looks pretty Fair accurate. Fortis, man. Fortis, man. <laughs> that was pretty accurate. Mortis was a six-man-of-the-year candidate for me last year. <laughs> of course he was. He started too many games this year. <laughs> of course he was. Uh, Murph, uh, are you keeping this as short as Brian, and who did you have for six-man-of-the-year? Yeah, you know, I'm going to ride with Brian here. I'm going to go go with his Miami Heat. I agree, Tyler Hero, uh, doing his thing. You know, uh, Brian just gave all the stats, and uh, I don't, I don't think this is a close one, really. I'm with, I'm with you. Let, if we can speed this up, uh, Gerard, do you have Tyler Hero the way I do as well? Yeah, man, Tyler Hero, let's keep it moving. Yeah, Tyler Hero too. We, we, we got it. Uh, you got, yeah, we got it. I don't think there's not much more that needs to be said about nope. this. The only question that goes after this is how many other. Miami Heat players to Brian vote for uh, this year in terms of all NBA and a lot. who knows a lot. Yes, we, we can do. All right, moving on to coach. I see, I see what kind of I see what kind of show this is. <laughs> you should have known what kind of show it is. We're not going to let this be a Miami Heat show. We did that on Friday. We ain't going to do that now. Uh, NBA Coach of the Year. I feel like this is interesting. How people might vote on this, Gerard? Who did you go with Coach of the Year, and why was it Taylor Jenkins? I mean, you know, you know it's Taylor Jenkins. Shout out to my Grizzly Cubs. You know that. Shout out to Monty Williams, by the way. Phoenix Suns, a hell of a job. Shout out to Ime Udoka, by the way. Celtics started, what, 10 and 12 or something crazy? Brought them all the way back to the two seed in the East. Shout out to them. But look, the Grizzlies over under record was like 45 wins or whatever. They are the second best record in the entire NBA. Memphis Grizzlies. Respect. I mean, Gerard has been saying this for like, 10 years. I mean, I've been telling y'all that it's been on. I mean, 10. I have a yeah. Did you like grit and grind Grizzlies? You know, I don't like that kind of basketball. Yeah, Hell yeah. no. See, you, know, you, know, you know, I don't play that. It ain't 10. <laughs> yo, yo, Brian, Brian, that's a good point. Grit and grind basketball does not vibe with Gerard. It you definitely vibes with you. Yes, you know, that is against all of my sensibilities. <laughs> it, 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 it does, but it depends. Like, even they had like a little less shooting than I would want. A little? Okay. Oh. Shit. So, <laughs> points a night. Tony Allen and Zach Randolph and Marcus Saul wasn't shooting that well yet. And Mike Conley struggled in the playoffs when they were really good, so no. Yeah, that no. is true. Uh, Murph, who you, who you going with for uh, NBA Coach of the Year? And why is it Tom Thibodeau? Or Steve Nash, don't forget him. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Monty Williams. You know, I know. You know, when it when it's the brothers' turn to get a, an award, you know, people come up with all these excuses talking about, oh, they were supposed to be good anyway, and oh, they just came from the finals. And, you know, he, he didn't get it, he didn't get it last year, did he? Nope. No. You know, so I think he deserves it this year. And you know, 64 and 18, nobody expected all that. Machine. You know what I'm saying? Nobody really I know I didn't expect all that for them to just dominate the NBA this year. I gotta give it to Monty. All right, I, I, I can rock with that. Monty Williams, not bad. Brian, uh, who is your NBA coach of the year, and why is it Eric Spolstra? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I knew it was coming. Well, my top three, uh, Eric Spolstra is in that top three. Uh, I thought they shock. were Look, I thought they were going to be good, but damn, I didn't expect them to be that good considering all the injuries and COVID and things that they had to deal with. Uh, I thought they were going to get 50 wins. They did more than that and got the one seat, which I don't know if anybody saw coming, despite – 
uh, all the things they had to overcome in terms of injuries and changing their rotations and things of that nature. So I think Spolster was a wizard this year in terms of navigating that. Uh, Taylor Jenkins was the coach of who, for me, was the biggest surprise in terms of where I thought they would be to where they ended up, the Memphis Grizzlies. I thought they were going to be pretty good this year. Uh, I didn't expect second seed and, like, clearly the second seed. I thought they were probably going to be in that four or five range, uh, more or less. But they were a lot better than that and did a bunch of that without John Morant, which always has to be commended. And some of that, at least some of that, has to fall on the head coach. So shout out to him. But I went with Monty Williams for some of the same reasons that uh, Jamal had because I thought Phoenix was going to be good. I didn't think they were going to be like far and away clearly the best team in the league, basically, machine. during the regular season, like machine. easily. Um, I feel like you got to give it to him this year. I thought last year uh, he had a case as well, though I went with Tom Thibodeau. So Monty Williams gets it for me this year. I'm fine with that. Okay. It's going to be split because I'm going with Taylor Jenkins on this mm. team. I thought that Taylor Jenkins did an impressive job. I have no problem if Monty Williams wins this award at all whatsoever. And come on, Murph, me and Hayden are no brothers up here. That we are not doing. <laughs> the uh, only thing I'll, I'll add about Monty is the yes. team could have fallen apart with that DeAndre Ayton not getting paid shit. Good point. That's right. a great point. That, that could have been like off the and, rails. And the, Sar- and the Sarver stuff at the beginning and of the Sarver season. stuff, right. So yeah. Monty gets a lot of credit for that. Yeah, and you got a State Farm commercial this year. So shout out to me. You got a State Farm commercial? He's in yeah. that one. He's in that one where he's drawing his uh, doodling on the oh, sideline. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Chris Paul's there. Yeah, Chris Paul's there. Put some respect yeah. on Monty Williams' name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm going with Taylor Jenkins because I just feel like they were the biggest surprise for me. What the Grizzlies did, like Gerard said, a lot of people had them around. If they moved up to the seventh seed this year, people were going to say that was a great improvement. They exceeded that, far exceeded that, and I think the job that he did holding the team together, that identity without John Morant, that was for me. I like Taylor Jenkins. But, you know, look, man, we're going to keep it black. If Monty Williams <laughs> wins, all good. I, I ain't crying for Taylor Jenkins. Let's put it like that. Exactly. Not, we'll, we'll not be crying for him. No on that. Shout out to time. Tyron Lue as well. He oh, yes, he deserves some love there, too. 42 Tyron and 40 with that roster. Tyron Lue, yeah. uh, Bickerstaff, J.B. Bickerstaff in mm-hmm. Cleveland also deserves mm-hmm. some love. Ime Doka, I think somebody has said him, too. Yeah, I think he definitely deserves some, deserves some love there. Better uh, than your man, Brad Stevens, Murph. Mm. Oh, who's responsible for him being there? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Brad Stevens' success. What you talking about? Here we go. Oh, man. Failing up to the front office. All right. Moving on. NBA Rookie of the Year. Uh, Mm. This one, I'm going to start with Murph because, you know, Murph always has his eyes on the rookies. Murph, I'm actually really excited to see what you pick here because I feel like if you pick who I think you're going to pick, Yo, I'm going to just tell you right now. Get at him. You know who it is. Get at the people that you need to get at with this. Who are you picking for rookie of the year? Yeah, I think you know, I think you know where it's, where it's going right here. I'm, I'm, I got to go Scotty Barnes, man. You know, I, I, I was leaning Mobley most of the year. Uh, then Mobley got hurt a little bit. It's very close. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to just Mobley. Mobley may be the better pro moving forward. That's very possible. Uh, but I just think when you look at what Barnes has done, uh, Toronto, Obviously, he's the fifth seed, and he's he has a lot to do with that. Uh, he's you know for the for a guy who's a zero, uh, what was he a zero level scorer? Zero uh, level scorer, bro. He's, he's even shooting thirty percent from three. You know better better than Giannis. You know so <laughs> um, you got you got to give him props there. Uh, so he's averaging seven and a half rebounds, three and a half assists, fifteen points. Uh, you know, I mean, the kid and the kid is just you know. He's going to be something really, really special. He's just scratching the surface, still, but 20 years old. Uh, he can do it all. 
but I think he's had the biggest impact as a rookie by a slight, slight, slight margin over Mobley. And and in any other year, Cade Cunningham would be right there also because he's had a great year also. Yeah, all right, definitely. Cool. The cool stuff there, yeah, zero-level score. Ooh, people were wrong about that. Uh, Gerard, who do you have for Rookie of the Year? So this is not unprecedented in the history of the Rookie of the Year award. I gave Coat Rookies of the Year because we did that in 95 with Grant and Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Um, so I'm going to do it again with uh, Scotty Barnes and Evan Mobley. While I love what Scotty Barnes has done, and, I mean, you know, Coach Thorpe, shout out to Coach Thorpe on True Hoop, that's his guy. Um he he is a big reason why the Raptors are what they're doing right now. And LeBron James and Kevin Durant both purposely shouted him out at the end of game saying, yo, that dude's IQ for basketball is extremely high. When them dudes are giving rookies compliments, you know you real. However, the impact metric stats still say that Scotty Barnes is a net negative on the floor, whereas Evan Mobley is a full-on almost two and a half points positive per 100 possessions. So, yo, that shit still matters. I do think it's close. Cade, I love what Cade is doing. What I hope is that Detroit figures out how to put some things around him. Because while he's doing good stuff, I mean, he's still an overall net negative on the floor as well. So we'll see what happens in Detroit. But I think that rookie class is going to be very, very good in the future. All right, I do agree with that on the rookie class. Brian, who do you have for uh, rookie of the year? And what obscure player at the end of the heat bench is it? It's, it's definitely not Omar Yurt Seven. If you saw him against <laughs> Omar Yurt Seven, yeah. uh, he I think he'll be all right. But you know, that's another story for another day. I like Murph slightly ahead. Went with Scotty Barnes uh, slightly ahead of Evan Mobley, and that's something that changed over the last couple weeks of the season. Um, and I'm not somebody who usually reacts to like you know finishing strong being the be all end all for the season. But it's not like Scotty Barnes sucked before that. I do right. think that he took over later on. Um, some of that is not even Evan Mobley's fault. As the Cavs were falling apart, they dealt with injuries. Um, you saw, not that he was exposed, but without Jared Allen there, his job got very, very difficult. Uh, and Scotty Barnes was playing, you know, on a team that was rising in the Eastern Conference standings, had a hand in where they are now, averaging 17, 8, and 4 since the All-Star break on fifty percent, uh, 51% shooting. Um, you know, and the Raptors are 14 and three of their last 17 games. And I, for me, it's not like winning is the be all end all when it comes to rookie of the year, but it doesn't hurt. Right. And for Scotty Barnes to be in the position he's in, he's a great two way player. He has me thinking like, you know, is he going to be in that sort of the way we see Kawhi and Paul George and Jimmy Butler and the elite two way wings that we see now, is he going to eventually get to that level? And that's entirely possible. Evan Mobley, I love him, though. Like, he was probably my favorite rookie going into this class, and Scotty Barnes was up there as well. But Evan Mobley, I think, is still probably going to be the best player of this group. And I have no problem with him winning the award. I just give a slight edge to Scotty Barnes. I'm not mad at Gerard making this a tie either. I think that would be totally acceptable, and this would be a year to do it. But Mm -hmm. Evan Mobley is great. Um, Like I said, fell off a little bit, I thought, toward the end of the year. But it's a a very close race. And I think while Cade Cunningham is a distant third – he was showing you toward the end of the year, like he can also be very special. So the go. top three players from this rookie class, you know, they're they're off to really good starts. So yeah, we'll this this was a damn good rookie class, um, which I think probably exceeded what people even thought. Thought it could be good, but it was really good. I actually, it's funny, you guys want to say I did the same thing as Gerard. I said, yo, I think this is the first time we're gonna get a co-rookie of the year since wow. 94, 95. And I think it's deserve it. I if you ask me. 
gun to the head, or as Brian likes to say, knife to the throat, because you got to make it messier. I do think I would give a slight edge to Scotty Barnes, but I think both of these guys actually have been so good, impactful for their teams and what they've done. And I'm with Murph on, I did not, I watched a little Scotty Barnes in the ACC, and he was even better than I thought. But this guy's like a Swiss Army knife. He can do everything. Nick Nurse had him playing the point at times. And he looked good. <laughs> he looked good in control of the offense. He's running things. He never looks rattled. He's a very calm player that can do a lot. Brian mentioned the IQ. Oh, I think that was you, Gerard, talking about the players mm-hmm. with the IQ mm-hmm. respecting him, those high-level players. I think that's fantastic. I like what I see about Scotty Barnes. He's fun to play. Murph, I'm sure you would agree. The shot's going to get better. I think it'll get better. He's shooting 30% from downtown as a rookie. That's fine. Not looking like a zero-level scorer. Mobley, big man, can step out, do everything. He's going to get better defensively, I think, too. Two really good rookies. I'm going to give him the co-rookie of the year because I just really couldn't decide. And, you know, I know sometimes ties can be whack. But, I know. will I will say this, and this is not a knock on Scotty. Don't give him all the credit for what Toronto's doing. I mean, Pascal Siakam's been playing like a monster. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so just, yeah. you know, just a yeah. little, well, you know. I'm yeah, not giving no. him all the credit, but I, I you know, he's helped. Oh, so for sure, hundred percent. So, so to me, that 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 matters also. Like if Cade, a, if Cade was on a better team, maybe that would help him too. But I just don't think he has a case compared to those two. I mean, no. Cade also played Cade's, seventy-four games too. Yeah, like he, Cade's, you know, he Cade's second best player. That, that matters, that as matters as, to me too. As good as Pascal or Darius Carlin, right? I mean, who's the second best player in Detroit? Jeremy Grant, maybe. But he, I mean, he'd been out since like he's I don't been know, out. January. right? So probably Bay, right? So Sadiq I mean, Bay, yeah. who actually who actually played pretty hard towards second end, second half of the year. Um, so so that was that was good there. Um, that's, I see my man Omar checking in. Appreciate you watching us here on this live. All right, guys, the next one, which I find interesting too, Woo, NBA boy. Most Improved Player. <laughs> this was this is where it starts to get hard. Yeah, this was <laughs> Brian gonna start wilding. This is a tough one. Brian, which Heat player did you select for this? <laughs> and tell us why. You're going to do this for every goddamn yep. award? Every, yep. Yeah, don't, worry, don't worry. I got stuff for other people, too. It's not just you. You people, you, you got to, right. like, Gerard's going to get his, his licks, too, and so is in some kind of way. No, no, no Heat players there, though. I do think Tyler Hero will wind up on some ballots. Uh, and just gladly so. Um, this is very tough. I don't, I have a couple rules when it comes to most improved players. Me, personally, don't like uh, voting for top five picks. I went on this rant before about Brandon Ingram winning it, uh, you know, and others before him, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, especially if they're in the first few years of their career where it's like, all right, we knew that or we expected him to be this. And now he's this. So we're just going to give him most improved player. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So under that logic, no John Morant, no Darius Garland for me. Um, I don't think that they qualify for me in terms of what I'm looking for for most improved player. Like, no, because they're just developing at a rate that, you know, they were supposed to to some degree. Um, Desmond Bain was my second place guy. And typically two year jumps is another thing where I'm like, all right, should we really do that? But his jump was pretty significant uh, because he just did what he did last year, but in a bigger role and did it very impactfully. Um his numbers, he was nine points a game last year, jumped to 18 this year on very similar shooting, 43, 44% from three, and about the same from the field, 46, 47. Um, and his per 36 jump was 15, eight, and three, from 15, eight, and three to 22, five, and three, or something along those lines. So it was 15 to 20, uh, 15 to 22. So he's been very good. But I went with, for most improved player, DeJounte Murray from the San Antonio Spurs. 
who became an all-star this year, who went from 16, 7, and 5 to 21, 8, and 9 per 36, 18, 8, and 6 to 22, 10, and 9. Went from just a high-level starter to a bona fide star. He's one of my favorite players in the league right now to watch. I think he's really good, and I think without him, the Spurs would be uh, wherever the Lakers are, probably a lot lower than that because they just passed the Lakers late in the season. So, Jontae Murray, most improved player for me. Uh, I think he's awesome. Nobody wants to be with the Lakers are right now, sadly. Um, Trash. I, I will say this already. Brian, we agree on this. I also was with DeJounte Murray on Ooh. this. This was also my pick. Um, loved what he's done this year for all the things you said, the, in, the increase in his numbers, but also how it impacted, I thought, the Spurs late in the season and helping them win games down the stretch. Triple-double monster. Still can get better with the shot, but I really liked what he did attacking the rim this year, rebounding the ball. And a big thing for me was, if you watch him, he got a lot better defensively. That was the thing. It was buying into the system with Pop, got a lot better defensively. I still think the outside shot can improve, but I thought he made a leap this year that was definitely incredible to the point where you're like, yo, I, I like how this guy is leading this team. Not quite sure he's the number one guy, but at least I really like the way he's leading his team. Numbers are off the charts in terms of his improvement. So DeJounte Murray was the guy for me uh, here. Uh, who did you have? Uh, Gerard, uh, I guess you'd say, I'll keep like Brian. What Grizzly did you have here? Uh, proving why, why is it Desmond Bain? I mean, <laughs> what's there not to say about Desmond Bain? Yeah, I told you, I told you, Desmond <laughs> upper body Bain. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's legit. Look, I will say, uh, shouts to DeJounte Murray. Uh, I did have a number two on my list. I, I oh. love what I saw for him this year. Um, you know, me, whenever I am tough to decide on something, I'm like, all right, what do the numbers tell me? And DeJounte Murray was already a, a net positive player, estimated plus minus last year, 1.8, jumped to 3.2. Significant jump, no doubt. Desmond Bain was a minus 1.2 last year and is plus 3.8 this year. A humongous jump in estimated plus minus. To Brian's point, he was 61 and 59 last year, true shooting effective physical percentage. He's 61 and 57 this year. So basically the shooting is exactly the same. And he's playing against starters as opposed to backups like he was last year. Um, I just think that everything he has done and you saw the reason why the Grizzlies were 20 and two or whatever they were without Morant. Bain was a huge reason why offensively, because they didn't have Dylan Brooks either, was able to fill up and, and get those points. Um, I just love what I saw from Desmond this year. And on defensively, he is competing on that and he's not a turnstile, right? He's actually a plus on defense. So Bain to me, and considering where he was drafted, also on Brian's point, I was thinking about that for a while, uh, for like over a whole year, because Brian made this argument last year. I think I agree with it. Like, John Morant was drafted second behind Zion Williamson. Like, we expect you to be good. Now, to be fair, you have to put in the work and actually get good, right? Like, you have to improve. Just because you're drafted second don't mean it's just going to happen because you're drafted second. How many dudes we've seen over the year drafting in the top five and ain't done shit in this league because they don't, they don't work, right? So he <laughs> had to get better. <laughs> exactly, right? Guys who actually have to put in the work. So I'm not going to knock him and say, like, he doesn't get anything because he put in the work to get this good. But I'm giving it to Bain. Bang, Desmond Bang can't can't deny that at all. He's been really fantastic this year at all. Murph, who did you have here? Come on, tell me. You you pick a Nick for the second year in a row. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> oh, who was the Nick last year? Julius Randle. Julius why are you acting? Why are you uh, acting like you forgot his name? Man? I forgot. He still exists. He still. I, 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 I don't even know. So, I he, gave you, he gave he's you the thumbs down. He's still he in the league. He's still, he's still, he's still in the league. league. <laughs> Yo, they got, trade, they got trade his ass. Julius Randle. Julius Randle gave Murph the thumbs thumbs down, and Murph he was like, exactly. "I don't know who no. that is." Yeah, you don't don't do me like that. I'm a New York fan. You don't do me like that. All right, don't give me no thumbs down. All right. 
see what happened to Bias. He out of here too. But, oh uh, shit! <laughs> but uh, no, I went. I went with Bane. Also, I agree with nice, uh, Gerard right there. Uh, you know, just a huge, huge improvement. I understand it's from first to second year, but it's a major improvement for, and it it had significance because of what Memphis was able to do this year. Uh, Gerard gave all the numbers. You know, the point. Uh, Brian talked about the points doubling. Uh, PER went from twelve point two to seventeen per point uh, six. Um, that was a great point Gerard made about uh, um, what's his name being injured. John Morant. No, not Morant. Um, yeah, Dylan Bay. Uh, Dylan, Dylan Brooks. Oh, yeah, Dylan, Dylan Brooks. Brooks. Dylan Brooks. Because really, he he just slid into Dylan Brooks's spot mm-hmm. and became mm-hmm. became what Dylan Brooks was. You know, for that team, like and a better shooter, and yeah, seamlessly. So I think you know Bain. You know, and I've just been impressed every time I see Bain. Uh, you know, just a hardworking dude. I agree with, uh, you know, I I, I basically agree with you, Brian, in terms of like a top five pick. I would, but I wouldn't put it in those terms because it depends. Like if it it could be a top five pick and he he's garbage for two years, and if he really like like Gerard said, if he does the work and improves, you know, over that third year, I'm not gonna hold it against him. That yeah. he was that he was a you know a top pick because he actually if you truly improve, but in Morant's case. It's just a trajectory. He was good I mean, already. Yeah, he was. He was great. Right. He was borderline right. great already. We 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 thought he was going to be great. You know, maybe yeah. maybe he it was a little, it came a little faster. What a year faster than, oh, than year you thought faster. it might. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I don't think that's enough to get you know to put. First of all, I would be if I'm John Morant and I'm and I'm that dude like like he is. You gonna be? I don't want. I don't yeah. want most improved. That, <laughs> no, I feel like, and he's I feel like he he I feel wants like Desmond to get it. He's right. campaigning for Desmond Bain to get it. But to of your course. point, like, yeah, it's it's a rule, but also, like, I couldn't break that rule. Like, Victor Oladipo is a good example of somebody who, like, he wasn't really living up to his hype for a few years, bounced around to a right. couple different teams, and then he became a star, and then, unfortunately, he got hurt. Like, that's one example where I'm like, okay, that works. But, like, the Brandon Ingram one where it's like, he's in year four and he just developed, and John Moran and Darius Garland now, like, nah, man, I ain't here for that. Right. And if you, you could you, see you, it, you, if you could see it coming, yeah. Then, then I don't think you, you should get the. Uh, I, the I I I tend to agree with that. You, you want that old Debo tip now, huh, Brian? See, he's part of that heat culture. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hashtag yeah. heat culture. Hashtag when, heat when, culture. When, when he was in Indiana, all NBA, you were like, "Hey, he ain't that good." Now he's real good, huh? Okay. I don't. I, I still am like. <laughs> I'm messing with you. Like you know, I, I still just say, I, just say look, you love him, man. Just say you love him. I'll say this. <laughs> He had 40, 10, and 7 last game of the season. He can, and, he can hoop. Like, and he might not be in the playoff rotation because of how he fits or doesn't. Like, he might be a breaking case of emergency. He could he get paid somewhere. He, I'm not he, turning he this to a heat thing, though, because I'm doing a show on Five Reasons Sports right after this. So I'm like, I, I'm yeah, going to be yeah, all tuned yeah. Tune into Five Reasons Sports where Brian could give all his heat love. Wait, yeah. Mark. The funniest thing we heard was what you said in, the ch- in our in our chat about about Old Depot. What? Oh, Murph! <laughs> I, I missed that today. What, did, what, Murph, what did you say about Old Depot? RB, yeah, he can't say. He it. got he got he got body but you know he got. Body, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> well, it was. Uh, I mean, he can't who, say. Or Orlando, know. right? Orlando got body yeah. by RB. He got all, he got all, no, he's, a, he's a he's a great singer. He got body by didn't he yeah, win? Didn't he win? Like, what's that show? Uh, Mass Singer. Mass Singer. That's yeah. right. <laughs> no, he Victor can like he, he can sing. Like he can oh, really yeah. sing. No, I know, and I heard that from my wife and son who watched the show. They're like, "Yo, he, <laughs> I knew he. I knew he was a singer. I knew he was doing right. that, but I didn't right. know he was like nice for real." And then nah, he's he, nice. 
They told me he, he's he nice. People were saying his nice album was good. You know what yeah, I mean? No, yeah, no, he, he, yeah, he has real. an album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nice for real. I think it's called I, P.O. I'm not a dude who produced some stuff on his album at a career day of random places. So let, <laughs> let me ask y'all a question. Let, let, let me ask y'all a question. So like a, a baller, right? Like NBA guy and like Dame or whatever. Like he's got a rap album or like, you know, you know Miles Bridges raps. One of these dudes got studios, whatever. Like we assume they're hard because they rap. So do you assume old people saw because these things are R&B? Yes. <laughs> nah, because you give me quick. Yes, nah, nah, I'm, just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Yeah, joking. yeah. I mean, that's that's the stereotype that the, of course, you know R and B. And remember, real R and B dudes have proved that wrong. I think Usher has beaten some people up. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yo, Trey Saw, Trey Saw. Go ahead and run up on one of these R and B cats. Go ahead, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and run up on one of these R and B cats. Look, go ahead and run up on Jaheem. Yeah, tank, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah run up on them dudes. Tell me, yeah, tell me what happened. I, I, I would, I, like, I would, who, like, would you really want to fight Cisco? You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, nah. I wouldn't sleep. I'm just saying I wouldn't sleep. All right, move, moving along. <laughs> this is the award everybody's going to talk about. This is going to be interesting. Mm. Most valuable player. We already got somebody in the chat who has... Joel Embiid for MVP. Uh, Luke Densmore, tell us why you're from Philly and why you're nervous that your team might get bounced in the first round. Let yeah. us know. Why you got to kill him know. like that? He knows, he knows he's he nervous. Know, he, know. he knows. Right. He knows he's nervous. Um, NBA MVP. I'm so intrigued to have this discussion. So intrigued. Murph, who do you have and why is it again Julius Randle? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I, p- I picked somebody a little better than uh, Julius Randle. <laughs> um, and I, I got to give it to my guy, uh, Joel Embiid. I just have to do it. I know it's to me, my my philosophy on this on this war this, this year is that it's the top three are so close. You know, Embiid, Jokic, and uh, Giannis, that you can you can basically pick, who, you know, your favorite player. Or you, can, you can just pick one of them because... Um, you can't go wrong. I think all three probably deserve it, but I'm going kind of narrative. It could be my own narrative. I don't know what I don't know, but I just feel like Embiid. For, he doesn't have one, uh, so I think I think he deserves one. And and I and I also think he he was in the he was in the um, the front runner spot up until they they get this guy James Got your Harden. boy. Got you your know? boy. And I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let James Harden bring everybody down. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna let James Harden just ruin Embiid's season. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for James Harden, Embiid would get the award. I know if you go straight stats, you you probably have to lean Jokic if you go straight stats. But you, you know you put you, you you put everything into it. Like I said, Embiid held that held that team together. Uh, why you know he had them with a great record without any without Ben Simmons or any other star. Uh, and you know, I think that, you know, that has to count for something. Um, he's also campaigning, uh, <laughs> you know, he convinced me on, on the, uh, JJ Reddick podcast. I probably need to vote for him. So I think, you know, <laughs> overall he's, he's doing a great job politicking, you know, along with his play. So I'm going to go Embiid on this. one. Okay. Joel Embiid. We got one vote for Joel Embiid. So the guy who's watching from Philly, he's happy about that. Uh, Brian, why is this, uh, award Bobby for Bobby Portis for you? <laughs> Bobby Portis. No, I think he was SEC MVP one year, but not the NBA. Uh, of course, um, you would know that. Of course. I don't know. I'm just guessing because he was oh, okay. Arkansas. He was pretty good. Um, Really good. Uh, Luca was fifth for me. Devin Booker, four. Embiid, three. Giannis, two. Jokic, one. 
Wow. Yeah. Did not see you as voting for Jokic. Okay. It, it was kind of similar to me as like when Steve Nash won his first MVP and then he was better the second year. And it's kind of like, dog, like, how do you not give it to him? Times 10 because Jokic has been a lot better than even that. Um, he's doing things that like people already have him as the best second round draft pick ever. And I don't know who you even fight that with. How yeah. do you even combat that, et cetera, et cetera. Like, he's a ridiculous developmental success. Um, in terms of, like, the catastrophe around him with Michael Porter Jr., one, not playing well because of a bad back and then having to sit out because of said bad back, Jamal Murray tearing his ACL, not being able to come back. And with Will Barton, Aaron Gordon, and Bones Highland, and Fagundo Kumpazo and you know, trash that like aren't awesome. And I like some of these players, but Jokic has brought them to, you know, where I think they can win a round in the Western Conference playoffs if he doesn't run out of gas again in the playoffs, which he has done. He's been he's one of the only dudes who's been like remarkably healthy and doesn't really miss games like that. He rarely does. Um, so I'm hoping that continues to be the case because he is awesome to watch, one of my favorite players uh, to watch. And I, for me, it's it's very tough, like between the top three. Jokic, Giannis, and Embiid, I feel like the order is insignificant. I just feel like, you know, you kind of just go with your guy here. And for me, I think it's 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 toughest for me to not give it to Embiid, uh to give it to not give it to Jokic than the other two. So I went with them. No went with him. Oh, okay. Got one Jokic, one Embiid. Uh Gerard, where are you going on the M- NBA MVP discussion? In any season any one of these guys would be a runaway MVP candidate. In any other singular season, they would just kill and you'd be like, all right, they're getting it. But the fact that they're, those three of them are having this historic level of winning and, and production, it's insane. Um, I have Joel Embiid third, Giannis two, and Nikola Jokic one. I'm going to do the anti-Nick right here. Nikola Jokic is number one in every single advanced metric. Every single one. Not second, not fifth, not seventh. Number one in all of them. And to Brian's point, and I'm not, you know, I, I always, uh, I'm telling jokes, but I'm, I'm being real here. Obviously, Will Barton and Aaron Gordon and Bones Highland and Composo are NBA players. But the fact that you got that crew to the fifth seed or the sixth seed, excuse me, in the Western Conference, that is strictly because of Nikola Jokic. You take him off that team, they're winning five games. They down there with Orlando, Houston, Oklahoma City, hanging out in the dregs of the NBA. Um, Charlotte Winch- Bobcats. Exactly. Win shares per 48 um, is the stat that has told us for the last 12 years who wins MVP. The number person number one in win share per 48 wins that every single year, except the one time it didn't happen was when everyone thought because Russell Westbrook averaged triple-double, he should no, he, get an MVP. He, he deserved it, though. But that's except he did it two more times and didn't finish in the top five. So clearly, <laughs> we don't care about triple-doubles. But that's a conversation for a different day. <laughs> Uh, you can't let that man have an MVP. Nope. nope he I should have probably got it that year, right? And here's, the, here's, here's the thing. If Russell Westbrook had done this in a Grizzlies uniform, I do not think Gerard would be saying the same thing. <laughs> oh, I definitely would because I'd be like, get that man off that team. <laughs> oh, 100%. Listen. You got a better version on your team. It's fine. Oh, uh, thank you. A way better version. <laughs> um, but but no, real talk. So And, and Jokic is 0. .300 in win shares for 48. League average is 0. .100. He's three times above league average in win shares for 48. What are, what are the, what are, quickly, what, are the, what about the defensive numbers? He is a – defensive. I know, he, I know but he has, a, no, he has no. a great defensive team, though. He is he is better than Giannis in defensive estimated plus minus, and he's a tenth of a point behind Embiid. Like, look, he is 
he's not a turnstile down there. He's actually serviceable and above average. But but you don't think he's but you don't really think he's a better defender than Embiid. No, I don't think he's a better nah, defender. Okay. No, no, no. Right. But but I don't think the gap is. He like, has gotten better as a defender. I don't think the gap is like. I don't think he's trash defensively. I mean, his number, like you said, the the, win, the defensive win share numbers oh, tell, a, tell a different story. I think it's, he has better numbers than Embiid, but I, but that could be also a team def- defensive. His, his team is a little bit better defensively. And some of that's three point shooting luck. I mean, th- the defensive yeah, numbers yeah. are always, you know, you, we you haven't figured really like, it out yet. If we're being honest, we haven't figured it out, and you have to watch closely. Look, as I said, it, if anybody wants to vote for either one of them, mm-hmm. I'd be like, I, I'm not mad at anybody. Any one of those three are worth it or are worthy. It's just everybody can't win MVP, right? It's like it's hard. It's really hard. No, it, it is hard. Uh, I went with Jokic here um, for a lot of my, my real cause is like, look, when it comes to value for me, it's a lot of is what Gerard said at one point, which is if you take this guy off this team right you take the person off this team what is this team and you can look at all the numbers all the stuff and i really believe you take Jokic off the nuggets they ain't shit (laughs) like they are struggling out here you're probably talking about them competing for the number one pick in the draft right like this this is what you're talking about and you know we also didn't mention this guy in terms of coach of the year but michael malone should get some credit Mm -hmm. because he kept Mm -hmm. things together even without jamal murray excuse me and without Michael Porter Jr., you know what I'm saying, being out. He kept it together. So I think he deserves some credit. I think Jokic has been incredible. I've been impressed with what he's done on defense. Murph, you talked about, yes, I don't think he's good as Giannis defensively. I don't think he's good as uh, Embiid defensively. But I'll tell you what, he's a lot better than what he was two seasons ago defensively, mm-hmm. which that was the point where I was like, mm, kind of trash. You know what I'm saying? Like people were just eating him up on that end. That's not happening anymore. He still can get a little bit better to me on the defensive rebounding end, although he has been grabbing boards. But in terms of, like, closing out on this man, helping out on defenders, for a guy that doesn't even move that great athletically, he's he's still been he's still been all right. Like, he's been excellent. He's, still, he's, he's, still, he's been excellent. So can't, can't and I, agree, I agree with the, the Jokic point in terms of to take him off the team. But I think you could say the same thing about about Embiid. If you take Embiid off the off Philly, what are they doing? That's fair. That's fair. That's fair for Philly. That's they, fair they, for Philly. they be praying for Ben Simmons to come back and now Milwaukee might be Milwaukee might be a five hundred team. Yeah. yeah. I mean you got you Just got Chris and added, Drew. Added you got Chris and Drew. Too. You're you're gonna win some games. Yeah. That, that definitely. Uh we did this out of order. I was supposed to do NBA defensive player of the year uh before that. Uh NBA defensive player of the year. Let's let's talk let's talk about that a little bit. This to me is going to be an interesting one. Um, I'm gonna start with Brian on this because we know he likes. Nah, he said go last. He said he wants <laughs> to go last. I'll have him go last. Okay, Brian will not go last. He'll go last. Uh, Gerard, yes, sir. Who do you have for NBA Defensive Player of the Year? Um, and yeah, talk about talking well, about that. Who do you have? I want to say, had he not gotten hurt, this would have been Draymond runaway. Like he had that thing locked up in January. It was a wrap. Uh, but then he got hurt as in you know, played 40 something games. And you know, that that's going to hurt him. I want to shout out Mikel, uh, Mikel Bridges, Emma T. Steibel, hell of defensive seasons. But yeah, the Boston Celtics have been the number one team in the NBA on defense since January 10th, I want to say. And Marcus Smart, oh, Robert Williams, shout out to Robert Williams. It's been really good, but Marcus Smart, a big reason for that. At the point of attack, he is a fucking nightmare. Like, and he, his willingness to literally get his face knocked out, his teeth knocked out. Like, you know, he's, he's a Brian type of guy, clearly. Um, you know, it, it, that, that, that type of willingness, like 
you can't put a measure on that, right? Because that feeds into the rest of the team. You see them wanting to sell out for each other and sell out to go help and rotate and do what they got to do. And that is all of his spirit and his want to. And yo, we hardly ever give it to guards because big men always get it. And it's been a down year for Rudy, even though he's still been very excellent on defense. Um, but I'm going to give it to Marcus Smart. You're on mute. They can't hear me because I'm on mute. Because I don't want y'all to hear me <laughs> sipping my water. Uh, Murph, who do you have for Defensive Player of the Year? Well, so I, I told you uh, I was having, you know, an MVP uh, vote. I was heavily influenced by listening to uh, Embiid <laughs> and podcast. podcast. And one, of the, one of the things that Embiid said, one of the things that Embiid said that also made sense to me was that a big man should always win the uh, – the defensive player of the year. <laughs> because they have more responsibility. I mean, you know, they this, do. This, this is good. This they is good. Shout out to Coach Thorpe. Read Coach Thorpe's article on True Hoop. Center is the hardest position to play in the NBA because they have all the responsibility. This yeah, is going to I, mean, I can't wait for Brian to get in on this. This is going to piss him funnel, off. But it's true, you though. Funnel, true. You funnel everything to him, all that all that kind of stuff. So while I definitely agree with Gerard that, that uh, Smart is a beast, no question about it, uh, wouldn't be mad if he gets the award. I got to go. With Brian's guy, Bam Adebayo. Uh, because, what? You know, I just got to do it. I got to do it. I got to show him some love. His defensive metrics are a little better than, than Smart's. And, you know, like I said before, he just has so much responsibility on that team. As Brian will tell you, almost every day of the week, he can switch out on anybody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he'll tell you. Oh, he'll you know tell what you. I mean? He'll tell you. He, tell, you know, I mean, he, he alerted me to this. I had to start watching. You know? So... I, you know, I got to I got to give it up to, to Bam here. Um, I didn't, you know, just I didn't put him on any other any other teams or awards just, you know, just to play spoiler right here. Uh, so I think he deserves something. Wait, like, wait, 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 wait. You gave him defensive player of the year, but you didn't put him on first or second team all defense? Oh, what? Well, well, defense. but Oh, OK. Not, oh, uh, defense. Oh, OK. OK. I was about oh, to say, he didn't make it all NBA team. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brian. Are you shocked Mur- as as much as I am that Murph? Wait, Brian. First, first, why do you think center is not the hardest position to play in the NBA? Because I think I'm not saying is. it is or it isn't. I'm just saying a center shouldn't always have to win Defensive Player of the Year. No. Talk your talk your shit, Brian. <laughs> Go. <laughs> I just don't think that's the case. I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. Shout out to Mikael Bridges. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm gonna talk about two people. Um, and Mikael Bridges has been very good. He's third for me. Marcus Smart. Uh, being the best defensive player on the best defensive team matters and having one of the best guard defensive seasons uh, ever, I think matters, or at least in my lifetime, which is a shorter lifetime than you guys. Um, Only player to have 200 deflections, 115 steals, 75 loose balls recovered and 15 charges drawn this year. And it's like we've seen Marcus Smart, sort of knock on the door, getting to this level defensively. And this year it feels like defensively he put it all together. I don't think the stats do him justice because we haven't figured out how to make the stats do guards justice defensively, which is why centers usually win defensive player of the year also, because that's another element of this. Not all of the best perimeter defenders get a bunch of steals. That's not always the case. But a lot of the best rim protectors get a bunch of blocks, except for, I guess, Tyson Chandler that one year he won defensive player of the year. Um, only 0.87 points allowed per isolation. He can switch one through five, but not like Bam. <laughs> Bam Metabio defended 206 isolations this year, 0.8 points per 0.8 points per possession allowed, 0.75 if you don't count assists. 
He switched 600 screens this season, almost 200 more than the next person. And that was surprisingly Isaiah Stewart. Um, and the most switches per 100 possessions at 18.2. That's the most probably ever. Um, covers the most ground in the league. When he switches, they allow 88 points per 100 possessions. That's it. Uh, for the entire possession, uh, half, coin ports, uh, half court points allowed, 104.3 per 100, which is the lowest in the NBA. That's the heat as a team. So teams try to move him around and get him out of the play, and then he helps on the weak side, contests, blocks a shot, does a lot of different things. I call him Darrell Rivas, and I call Rudy Gobert Richard Sherman because Richard Sherman is great oh. at being its own Defensive player. I mean, not a zone defensive player, but guarding a area, guarding a zone, guarding the paint. But I think you can throw Bam on anybody and he can cover them and shut them down. And I think it's a little bit different. And that's not this either. I just think that they're different type of dudes. I liked Richard Sherman a lot when he was at his peak. But but you do not like Woody Gobert. We can just say that. <laughs> no, but Darrell Rivas was better. Like, he just was. Well, yeah. and, he went and, to the University of Pittsburgh. So. And there are oh, people <laughs> saying that Bam can't win the award because the game's played when Rudy Gobert's first defensive player of the year in 2017-18. He played 56 games. Bam played 56 games this year and was better this year than Rudy Gobert was that year. And the Utah Jazz were 48-34, and 34, fifth in the Western Conference at that season, and they lost surprisingly in round two because they actually won a series that year. So to me, I actually have this as a tie between Bam Adebayo and Marcus Smart. I don't think that's ever been done oh, before oh, in NBA history. This is all but, to make you happy. This but, is all to make you happy. Here's the thing. I just can't not, like, I can't diss the other one. I couldn't make a choice, so I'm like, all right. Like, I'm, you know, I'm banging the drum. Like, guards should get more respect in a wing-driven lead, in a guard-driven league for their defense when they're fucking allowed to play it. And Marcus Smart is able to do that this year to the highest level. And then Bam Adebayo, you already know how I feel about him. So I'm going to tie Bam Adebayo, Marcus Smart. Just quickly, another reason another reason that I think, you know, big men have an advantage in this also is because I consider defensive rebounding a part of defense also. And maybe maybe, maybe the most important part in, in terms of closing well, out they, a possession. They have an inherent advantage because they're closer to the rim. Yeah, they're and, just bigger. And they're bigger. And they're bigger. <laughs> they're big, like, and they're but bigger. I'm like, I, I don't think but that's who you rely on. That's who you rely on. I don't do think guards should be penalized for that. So if I mean, I'm using if size, a- as I'm using, if I'm using size, I think Marcus Smart gets the most out of being 6'4", 200 whatever pounds. I have, no, I have to fucking I have to agree with that. Okay. I, and, so and, I don't and think there are guards who have average eight rebounds. There need right, and there needs there needs to be commended for that. I mean, well. And let's be honest about some of the guard rebounding. Nowadays, you're seeing guards come up with a lot of rebounds because motherfuckers are just launching threes from everywhere and we're just getting longer rebounds. I mean, yes. But, Steph, but, Steph, but, Steph, but, but, but six and a half, seven but, rebounds sometimes. It's like, stop it. But, to, that, but to, to Murph's point, right, about defensive rebounding being one of the most important parts of defense, which I agree. Anytime you've been coached, right, secure the defensive rebound, that's how you end the possession. You don't get that going. rebound. You, it's yeah. nothing, right? To that point. The, and I've, I, my vote is for Marcus Smart. I'm going to say that here. But why it is to that point is Marcus Smart, if you watch him, this dude is boxing out seven-footers. He is good at that. Like, that's if we're saying that's part of defense. He's a fire hydrant. Yeah, he's good at that. And you know what? Seven-footers, if Rudy Gobert knows Marcus Smart, he don't want no part of that. Uh, you know, I'm not saying he can't get the rebound. He, just, he knows that he makes it tough for him. Marcus Smart is a pl- problem in terms of you being able to get that defensive rebound. And that, to me, is a sign of somebody who's really good all around. Brian hit a lot of the points on there. So did Gerard. I think he's been the best defender 
on the best defense. He deserves credit for that. I agree with Brian 110% that we still haven't figured it out in terms of how we assess how good people are defensively on the on the perimeter. We haven't done that. And it has to be some value to that and looking at that. And I think this is a year where we saw a guy who was tremendous on the perimeter and does good things, like I said, like he's boxing out big guys. He's taking charges. He's causing defle- deflections. He's the heart and soul of that defense. The Celtics defense is really good. Um, I, I got to give it up to, to Marcus Smart on this one. I'm not mad if you want to go. I, I actually thought you were going to go uh, with the B, Murph. That's who I thought you were going to go with at first. I'm not mad if somebody wants to give it to Bam, and I think Bam is Bam yeah. is deserving. I also, like to, points on Bam. I also would like to give some love to uh, Gerard's boy. Gerard knows I've been beating the drum for this on the NBA Exchange. Jaron Jackson Jr. deserves some love in terms of that. The only yeah. problem with Jaron Jackson, I think that'll Shouts hurt him. Jay is he has fouled a lot in some games and gotten himself in a lot of foul trouble. And watching the Grizzlies, he's been in foul trouble a lot this year. But when he's not, whoo, that man's help defense has been fantastic. And, and, Mikhail, and you, you just heard about him this year. Maybe the this, best this, part this of his is, game this year. Yeah, and this is less he foul than he's been game. doing. This is less fouling than he's, than he's been, doing. been doing. Yeah, and I, and I still think you can cut that down, right? Like mm-hmm. I, still, I still see the improvement there. Mikel Bridges, who uh, both you guys, Brian and Gerard, you shouted out, definitely deserves some credit. He's been one of the better on-ball defenders this year, excellent. Um, too, and he deserves a lot of credit. So, I mean, Phoenix is the number three defense in the league. I mean, Chris yeah. Paul and him are a huge. I mean, of course, DeAndre Ayton, huge yeah. reason why. And he's yeah. the guy that they typically send on the other team's yep. best score. So, yeah. like, oh, there's that 38 per game, game score. You got to shut him down. All right. Yeah, he did <laughs> Steph Curry earlier this year, which a lot of people remember. He's been taking that assignment. Okay, let's keep it with defense. This is this is the Brian time that he likes. Oh talking. shit. NBA all defense, and I'm really first team will go with because I'm really intrigued because this was tough for me. This was hard, and how, and how you guys decided to break it up. Uh, all right, let me let me let, 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 let me go first on this. Go because I want to say something real quick. I don't give a fuck about positions. Okay, I don't care. I am picking the five best dudes, and that's all defense and all NBA. So first team, Bam Adebayo. Like that. <laughs> wait can we see brian's face he's smiling he's happy he's jumping he's obviously on my first ready 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 ready, because we got because i don't care about positions rudy gobert that's right i got two big dudes on my team because i don't give a shit mikhail bridges matisse dibel marcus smart you're a bad man yo good good luck scoring on that team Ooh, okay. Say that well, one. Mate- okay, you said Rudy Matisse Gobert, Tybal. Bam, Matisse mm-hmm. Tybal, Marcus Smart, and Mikael Bridges, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Not oh, bad. that's first team. We just do first, first team, right? First team. Yeah, Murph, who'd you have for your first team? I had I, – it might be the same. I had Adebayo, Smart, Br- Mikael Bridges, Gobert, but I had Jaron Jackson Jr. Shout out to my guy, Trip Jackson. Jaron Jackson Jr. That's on that. That's a lot of length. That's a lot. Uh, uh, good that luck is. scoring on that team. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, that yeah, good luck. I would want no parts of that. Uh, Brian, who, Brian, 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 did you pick five Heat players? <laughs> no. Okay. Hey, he did have those game winning stops against Boston. He had those game winning stops against Boston. Gabe Vincent. Max, yo, Gabe Vincent could guard. Oh, uh, here we all, go. I do. <laughs> All defense first team. I do have one heat player, Bam Adebayo. I also have – I'm surprised – unless, Dexter, you sort of bucked this trend here. I'm surprised I'm the only one that has this guy on the first team, but I actually get it because, uh, you know, you're splitting hairs at center. But I went with Robert Williams on my first yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the second team for me. 
Um, and I have Rudy on a second team. Spoiler alert, but it was very oh, close. No. Um, <laughs> Mikhail Bridges is on my first defensive first team. And in the backcourt, we have Marcus Smart and Gary Payton the second, I bet. Fred Van Vliet. Wow. Oh, wow. 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 That's an interesting pick. I know why you put him there. I don't love his defensive metrics. Yeah. He, but I don't like him. He, and he's small. I, I don't think the metrics measure his activity well enough because I was looking through some of those and I was like, I don't know what they're missing. But like, again, another one of the reasons why Toronto's been so good this year is not only that Fred Van Vliet became an all-star, it's also just a two-way play that he's had when he's been healthy. Now I'm a little bit concerned about the health because it's been like nagging shit. All year long, take it from somebody who had him in fantasy, I know. But, look, I think Fred Van Vliet's had a very, very, very high-level uh, season defensively in a year that, like, you know, is, again, very tough, especially in the backcourt because there are a lot of guys in the mix there. But Fred Van Vliet and Marcus Smart for me. So Robert Williams, Bam Adebayo, Mikhail Bridges, Fred Van Vliet, Marcus Smart. That was my first team. Yeah, okay. I kind of wish I had done what Gerard did and was like, fuck positions. I, I didn't do that here. I tried to move some things around with positional flexibility. Um, and I kind of regret some stuff because I might have I might have flipped some stuff another way. I'm actually making a change to my first team on the fly right now. There so, you go. Guys. I did to the guard positions. I had Marcus Smart, Mikel Bridges, put him as a guard. I put Bam as a forward. Uh also Jaron Jackson Jr. as Shout a forward. Trip, and I put Rudy as a center. Right? Good luck scoring on that team. Uh, that's that's my five. My flip, which I'll I'll explain when we do the second team. I'll explain who I flipped out and and, and put took off the first team. But those those are my five that I have. But I'm kind of with you on this, Gerard. It's probably fine with, for defense. We don't need to go positions. No. We need five best defenders. We need to do that with everything, but specifically for defense, yeah. I think that's fine. All right, second team, second uh, Gerard, team. you go first again. Who you got? Uh, Jared Allen at center. Trip J at. Power forward. I mean, whatever. Why am I saying position? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, Robert Williams, Draymond Green, and Drew Holiday. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's I'm, so I'm, interesting. Okay. That's a good, that's a, that's a good one. I've seen score on that one, too. That's interesting. I don't I, I've, I don't know. Drew Draymond, is one that – Draymond Drew, and Tripp give you all the positional versatility that you need, and Drew, too. Drew is one that I struggle with because I – I felt like he wasn't as sharp defensively. I didn't love the metrics for him, but like every Bucks game that I watched, I'm like, damn, this motherfucker can guard. Still can, yeah, he still could do. Look, we should have three all defensive teams, honestly. But we, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, Murph, who'd you have for second team? I had Williams, Holiday, Thibel, Draymond, and I put uh, my guy Tatum on there. Second team, Tatum. 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 I mean, look, Gerard, his defensive match. He has got you know better. Jason Tatum. And I, the fees. Damn. Tell him why you mad. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brian, who you got? Rudy Gobert, who almost made my first team. Jaron Jackson Jr., who almost made my first team. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to put him on my first team. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, who mm. I also wanted to put on my first <laughs> team. No, I was yeah. Like, uh, Giannis. Um, I thought this dude was kind of falling off a little bit and he went to Minnesota and led these motherfuckers into the oh playoffs. Lord, here we go. Patrick Beverly, <laughs> baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, here we go. That chicken, y'all, man. He don't play no defense. Just be running around. Don't do nothing. <laughs> Yo, I see you got the last speak, word there. Speaking, <laughs> of JJ Reddick's, speaking of JJ Reddick's pod, 
the Patrick Beverly interview where he talks about that. Look, it was really, it was, it was, I, I want to say good stuff, but for somebody like me, inspiring stuff that would, that would suffice. Yeah, of course it inspired you. Of course it did. And then at the other, uh, the last remaining spot. So that's Rudy Gobert, Jaron Jackson Jr., Giannis Antetokounmpo, Patrick Beverly, and the Ed Reed of NBA defense, Jimmy Butler. Made my second uh, you know, Jimmy, you know, Jimmy's <laughs> fucking me up, man. I can't really mess with that dude sometimes, man. He's really annoying. <laughs> As right, a safety, so- <laughs> as a safety, if you watch him, the motherfucker, like, shit that nah, you Jimmy's mad good. I just, you know. It's tough. But if I did have an all deep, look, I just want to say this. If I had an all defensive third team, because I wrote it out here, Jared Adams there, Matisse Thibault's there, DeJounte Murray's there, Jared Vanderbilt is there, almost ready to be my second team. And mm-hmm. Dorian Finney-Smith is there. because Dorian Finney-Smith Dorian Finney-Smith was a hard cut for me. Yeah. Hard cut. I, I, had a, I had a tough time not putting Jared Allen up. was like uh, – it was also like he missed mad time. Jared Allen, his defensive was, metrics this year, though, are. And, yeah, he, yeah. We should really have three teams. Seriously. Yeah, I left Jared Allen off, too. I thought that was a good put by Gerard. Um, I, I just One of the guys I put on at the guard spot, and because I was thinking about it, and now I'm looking at it, I'm like, I don't know if he played enough games, but when he did, he was so good on the ball. And it was Alex Caruso, so I gave mm-hmm. I gave him one, I gave mm-hmm. him a second. I spot. like that though. Yeah, no, he's uh, nice. Tybal, another spot. So good. Giannis, I flipped Giannis and Bam. I had Giannis first team, but I flipped him with Bam. That's who I ended up flipping. Giannis, uh, I, I actually I put uh, Draymond because he would have ran away with it, but not Easily enough games. It. And then Robert Williams, Time Lord, Time Lord to me had to get on there. So that that was my five. All right. The, the, the thing with all this stuff, though, guys, is like, yeah. yo, in the playoffs, Giannis could like do whatever, but it's not a playoff award. It's what did you do in the regular season? That's what well, you're getting awarded for, not I, what you could want, what you could do in the playoffs. Yeah, I picked mad different dudes in the playoffs, but we ain't worried about that. What I went with Giannis. all season. I went with Giannis. I have a video coming out on that actually at some point. But I went with Giannis because I don't. I, while I I agree with you, Gerard, the numbers for him were not eye popping or even the test. I thought he had a lot more responsibility this year with uh, Lopez being out and having to play at the five, and so I gave some value to that because I saw a lot of the help defense, but he had to do so much more for the team. So I wanted to reward him for that. So I feel you. That's kind of why I did went there. All right, all NBA. Oh, we got three teams to go here. All NBA first team. Woo! I just want to know. Uh, this is all I care about in all this. My fourth and... team is fire. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> all I want to know for everybody is where did you put LeBron James? Brian, starting with you. First team. Your all NBA first team. Are we doing, oh, hold on. Do we want to go third to first or we want to go first? First to third. First to third. third. First to third. First to third. First all right. We're going to get to the cuts last. No, we got to get to the cuts last. We got to get to That's the true. That makes sense. That uh, makes suspense right. on the third team. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. my, fir- my first team is just my MVP you're right, ballot. You're right. It's, you're right. You're right. My first team is just my MVP ballot. It's just Joel Embiid, Nicole Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Devin Booker, Luka Doncic. Let's keep it moving. Like, I don't need to get it. Okay. 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 Fair. Okay. All right. I'm fine with that. Gerard, who'd you have? Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, Kevin Durant, and Stephen Curry. Ouch. Wow. KD on the first team? No, I will tell you why KD belongs on the first team. Please tell 50, me 50 why. 50-something games? 35-18 and 18 with Kevin Durant in the lineup. That is a 53-win pace. What other teams won 53 games this year? The Memphis Grizzlies and the Phoenix Suns. Not the Miami Heat. Not the Yeah, uh, they did. Hold on. No, they didn't. Miami's like 51, 52? Nah, I think, I think they're 53 and 29. I'm pretty sure they are. Uh-oh. Yeah, Either way, to the heat. Either way. <laughs> Either way, same win pace as the number one seed Miami Heat. All right. 
I mean, look, you cannot tell me you watch any games this season and you're going to tell me that dude is not one of the five best players in the NBA. Well, I, I, will, say, I, I, will, I will say this. this for him. I'm like, nope. Again, 35 and 18 with him on the floor. This team was in first place for a majority of the season. He goes down, they lose 15 straight. Wonder why. He's so <laughs> good that they're going to get I, him hurt again. I, I, will, I, will say, I will say this. When I watched, watched Durant and all that stuff and what he did this season, the impact, was it 35 and 18, Gerard? Correct. I watch all, I watch all that, and I'm like, Larry Bird could have done that. Stop playing. We're oh, easily. Stop playing. Easily. Stop playing. Stop playing. <laughs> easily. Stop playing. Stop playing. We're not easily. doing that. Stop playing. Stop playing. <laughs> You're not, listen, listen, I keep telling y'all, Larry Bird is Wally Zerbiak you better, in this era. You better, right? you, better, you, better, you better hope, you better hope KD gets a couple MVPs. You better vote him MVP listen. this year. Once again, once again, MVP. You better go get to give him the MVP. As, as my man KD said, but yeah, hey, yo, B, yo, they, they, always, they always take the bait. They always take the as, as, as he said, when they were like, yo, KD, if, if MJ and Broad are picking teams, he goes, Oh, you know I'm in that topic. Yeah, he is. He is. You are not picking 10 dudes in the history of the NBA before you're picking that guy. Gerard, what was it with the team again? You had KD. Uh, KD, was, Steph, yes. KD, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic. You said Steph? Steph yes. made first team? Correct. Steph, KD, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic. By the way, all five. Top five in the NBA in the best all-in-one stat that exists, estimated plus minus. Sorry. Is what it is. The KD love fest continues for Gerard. Uh, Murph? Who do you have for all NBA first team? Uh, I think I have the same as as Brian, except I threw Larry Bird in there. Chump <laughs> <laughs> ass, Larry Bird. If he, if he were around fucking, now, yeah. fucking guard, but, uh, guarding in a phone booth, acting like but, he all that on defense, but, uh, trash ass. But uh, I, yeah, so Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, Luca, and Booker. I gave you know I, I had to give Booker. I don't you know statistically, I don't. I'm not sure Booker belongs there, but uh, because of the sun season. I kind of put him in there last minute. It was tough though. Yeah, I, Booker's one I struggled with. Man. No CP3, I, no book. The Suns machine keeps rolling. I, I I didn't do it. I went. Nobody voted for this. There's a guy nobody voted for of, of the three of you. I did Luca. I did John Morant. Uh, first team All NBA. You thought he missed two? Many, I thought about 20, it. Twenty and two. Or twenty and four, whatever. I still, his, I still, his numbers are crazy, though. I still feel like oh, his numbers crazy. are crazy when he played. I Again, he played. what's what's the next record without Kevin Durant? Thirty-five and eighteen. Well, no, without, well, without, without. But, a, but a, how oh. much? Is, how much has to do? Well, I told, with, I told you, Kyrie is not a winner. How much does record without Durant has to do with Kyrie? Kyrie wasn't even there, not doing what he's supposed to do, <laughs> and Harden quitting on the team. What is their because record Kyrie. without? But that matters, though. I'm just, okay, I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, hey, I've seen Kyrie's movie. Hear you, Celtics. No, I'm saying. I had to. 35 and 18 with Durant. I, I penalized Morant and Durant the same because of the because of the number of games. That's fair. Okay. That I and I don't like I don't have a problem with that. I also that's your criteria. Yeah. If I also don't but Gerard also explained his criteria to be fair, and I will yeah. be fair to that. Like I didn't have Draymond on my old defense because I'm like he played half the season. So yeah, I, that, that's fine. So I had Doncic, Morant, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic. And I think all of us, all of us went with Fuck the! We're gonna go use a positional flexibility yeah, here, again. Yeah. and and, and we're gonna part. make sure we yeah. make sure we get Embiid and uh, Jokic on the first team. All right, All NBA second team. All right, here uh, we go. All right, who, what? Uh, I know it sucks for you, Gerard. You cannot put KD on two teams. I know that. Bro. <laughs> now listen, don't, don't don't start that shit. All right, <laughs> don't, don't start that shit. Y'all and y'all KD hate fest over here. All right, Carl Anthony Towns, and center. And I'm sorry, yo. I know Luke and Tatum been good 
second half of the season? What the fuck were they doing first half of the season? It's the whole season that matters. Luca was getting in shape. <laughs> exactly, getting his fat ass in shape. Luca and Tatum are my forwards. CP3 and John Morant are my guards. So Towns, Luca, Tatum, CP3, John Morant. Second team. Mm. Okay. Uh, Brian? Carl Anthony Towns, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, John Morant, Steph Curry. That was my little NBA second team. Okay. So, we all have the same first 10 guys. Lot, that's, that's why I wanted to save three for last because that's where it gets interesting. But I do I do not have the same first 10 Yeah, guys I don't have the same guys. either. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Murph. I got Towns, DeRozan, Tatum, Curry, Paul. So I threw DeRozan in there. Over, mm-hmm. again, games. He played, what, 74 games? 74, Mark 76 DeRozan games. Kevin Durant. What the hell uh, is happening in these worlds? Num- numbers, numbers pretty, pretty, pretty <laughs> up there with Katie. DeRozan. What are we doing right now? <laughs> why, are you, why are you mad? Well, you know, yeah, he played 50-something games, man. You know, What's the record with Kevin Durant? 35 and 18? What's the record without? Maybe, maybe if he'd have played the rest of them games, he'd have been first team and had a better record. Mm-hmm. You know, they, would, they, would, they also, they also because, because he's so fragile, Versus KD debate with trash ass Larry Bird. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Just find it hilarious how everybody gets so passionate about this debate. Step your MVP hilarious. game up. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I all mean, right. yeah, you know, if he had media in his back pocket, he would get three MVPs too. You know how I go. You know how I go. Look at you. You love KD. Yeah, I don't got a media you know, vote. Go. <laughs> I don't got an MVP vote. Oh, You're not alone. God. You're not alone. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm about to hit y'all with the mute button like around the horn, man. I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to do that to me. All right. <laughs> All NBA second team. I got Steph, uh, Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, Carl Anthony Towns, and drum roll, please. The king, LeBron James. Oh, look, <laughs> look, look, why y'all mad? Why y'all so mad? Hey, look, the uh, man put up. You gotta go to Gerard next because I don't man, think he's Wait on a Gerard second. You put LeBron over KD? I did put him over KD. Ha! Oh, LeBron scoring points on a here. team that is right out here. of the fucking play-in. LeBron James, who was a net negative, his team can't even win when he's on the floor. Well, he had nobody, he had Man, nobody else yo, on the floor. Wildin'. He had nobody else wildin'. on the floor with him. He had nobody else on the floor with him. <laughs> Hey, let's move on to third. Yeah, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you trying to say he didn't have a great season? Listen, 
He is the empty stats king this season. Look up when he scored most of his points. Look them up. Were they Hold in on. clutch crunch time situations? Hell no. Hold Losing on. scenarios. Hold on. How many Hold games on. under 500 the Lakers? 12? 13? Hold on. Hold on. And so he, he only asking, played 56 games. He only, and he played only 56 games. And the games when he was healthy, what was their record? Wait, hold on. I'm the sorry. He was healthy. Is, what was their record? Isn't that around the same amount of games that KD played? What were the Nets record when KD was healthy? Wait, 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 wait. Is that the same amount of games that KD played? Is that the same game? Is that not around the same? What was the Lakers record when LeBron played? the same games KD played? What was the Lakers record when LeBron played? I don't. It doesn't matter. That's not what I asked. That's not what I asked. That's not what I asked. When he played with better players, what, did KD play with better players? Don't make yeah, me don't make me come out and say Larry Bird is better, bro. Don't make you me do it. Listen, don't make me do it. You can say Larry Bird is better. Don't make me do it, man. Listen, yeah, man. Yeah, LeBron's second team, cool, cool, cool. LeBron's second team, he had a good year. Y'all can cool, be mad, cool. man. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. <laughs> we, 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 are, we, are, we are third team. We are third team. Larry Bird gonna come kick that ass. Go ahead. Third team, all NBA. Uh, Jared Allen, Jamar DeRozan. Jimmy Butler, Devin Booker, and drumroll, please. Yo, it was tough. Start over, it, start over again. Say that again. Jared Allen, Damar DeRozan, Jimmy Butler, Devin Booker, and drumroll, please. I wanted to penalize most of these motherfuckers, but I couldn't. John Morant? Trey Young. No, John Morant's on my second team. Oh, Trey Young. I wanted to penalize Trey so bad. So LeBron's not in any of your team? No. He's not. I'm sorry. I don't what? care. What? Oh, so we... It's, it's not about games play. It's not about games play. Oh. We the same amount of games as KD. I just have a question. I have a question. When we look at all NBA, do we look at people who play on both sides of the ball? Because Trey Young does not do that. He does oh, stop not. it. Stop but, it. Stop but, but, but his he offense tries. is so... He tries. But, <laughs> nah, man. No, you don't try, man. We stop see him swear to answer people who say screens his. Him. That's his trying. I'm just, <laughs> that's his trying. I'm just trying. I'm just, I'm just trying to see what the criteria is. He... I, I, he, he he leads the league in total points and total assists. Yeah, that's, um, he, come and, on. And that you, alone, you, that alone. You know, you know why I wanted to penalize him though, Dex. All seriousness, like yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're and they made the play, your team, unlike LeBron, you can't come out and be like, "Oh, it's hard to get up for the regular season." No, not my guy. Like you're the leader of this motherfucking team. You got to set the better tone. So I, I wanted to penalize him for that. Like that was bullshit. But you know, they got him to the play-in. Look, LeBron couldn't even get them to the fucking play-in. The oh, play-in. Hey. I mean, I mean, when you got street clothes on the bench, it's, it's hard to do that, man. Listen, I, you know, listen, street clothes is street clothes, but still, you could have, you could have won. What was it? One, three, one game out, one game out yeah. of the playing, right? Y'all, y'all gonna be real mad. Y'all gonna be real mad. I think when Trey, I would, Trey would have got him. Trey would have got the Lakers to the playing. Y'all, y'all gonna be real mad. Y'all gonna be real mad if we were doing an NBA Executive Year of the award vote. And I voted for LeBron. Y'all have been mad. Y'all been real mad. mad. So, so obviously, all all kidding and jokes. Apologies to Drew Holiday, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, yeah. Darius Garland, and LeBron James. I guess. You got to apologize to, to uh, Larry Bird, man. That's man, what you got to do. That. Apologize oh, yeah, to that's, that's beyond apology. You know what I'm saying? You got to go back to school. I almost, I, I, I almost said something else, but let me. <laughs> Brian, Brian, go ahead. Who's your All NBA thirteen? This is hilarious. Um, all right. Chris Paul. Okay. Demar Derozan. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. I can't not put my defensive player of the year here. So, bam. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Two heat players. Pascal Siakam. Shout out. Wow. Brian, no LeBron James on your all NBA teams either. No LeBron, no Trey Young, no Donovan Mitchell. 
Don't Brian, see, those see, are my Brian, last cut. Brian, every once in a while, you and I just we see eye to eye. We we crystallize. I, I think things. more than once in a while. I think you should point that out. I think more than once in a while. <laughs> this is shameful. We might we're, get there we're, different we're, ways. But here's my sh- thing, right? I I left off both of them because I'm just being consistent and like, yo, if your defense is going to be that flagrantly bad Stop. and your numbers are going to be that good in terms of counting stats, but it's not going to be that impactful, then for me, I'm just not. I'm I'm cool. I'm gonna reward guys and, 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 and following it on both ends. To follow I don't up. think Pascal Siakam's getting enough credit for the season he's, 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 he's having. He's, he's great. As much as I love Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam has been like. Wait, did awesome Katie? Did Katie year. make? Did Katie make one of your teams? He didn't. Make second team. Second. He team. made second yeah. team. But, okay. but, to, so, but to follow, but to follow so, that point up on, on Brian's point about, about Katie, Katie, about Katie make your team, Brian? Third team? Second team. He was on my second team. Okay. I should take Katie off all these teams. That's fine. You can take him. That's fine. That's cool. That's cool. Yes, Rod. You talked about counting stats having an impact, right? So Trey is like a counting stat king, but they had an impact though, right? They, I mean, they got in the play-in. But here's my thing. It's no, like, no, no. My point is that LeBron had great counting stats. It couldn't yeah. get in the fucking play Yeah, but that matters who you're playing with. That's one game. Are discounting Jokic's stats? Hold on, hold on. Because here's the thing with Trey Young too. Look at the guards I have ahead of him. Devin Booker, mm-hmm. Luka Doncic, John Moran, Steph Curry, DeMar DeRozan, Chris Paul, mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler's ahead. Like, where all, is have, all have more impact on winning. By it's far. like, where is he by going far. to slot in, well, right? A couple, a couple of and then with the fo- and then with, with, with the LeBron James point with the forwards, it's like it's Jokic. I'm counting if I'm counting him as a mm-hmm. forward, Giannis and Duran and Tatum and Butler Siakam, who played both ends of the floor at a high level. Pascal Siakam being a really good passer this year, also like mm-hmm. it's just LeBron a lot like. Again, like Imanadon wrote on basketballnews.com, when you pierce through the numbers, a lot of LeBron's points, he had Le- he had a Bradley Beal season, straight up, where a lot of his points came at times where the game didn't matter. He had, a Bradley, he had a Bradley Beal season, right? Did, I didn't have Bradley Beal All-NBA last year. Yeah, okay. Some people did. did. I, I Some did. people did. I didn't. Some, some people did. I think I, I, I'm, not, I'm not on the Bradley Beal. He made the Beal team bandwagon. last year. I know. I know. So it's not that crazy. Bradley, yeah. Bradley Beal is an empty calorie guy for sure. For like sure. We're, we're, we're splitting hairs here. And I think, you know, to some degree for Bradley Beal, it's also like, who is he playing with? But at the same time, like, yeah, uh, continually again and again, he continues to get like 30 a game or around 30 a game. I think, like, Bradley, I think Bradley Beal is more of an empty calories guy than LeBron's. But, but Murph, this year. I, I, mean, I was mad. I was mad at Trey because that's basically the same thing that went to the conference finals last year. And I'm like, yo, y'all couldn't even be like a seven seed? Because maybe they are now. Well, and they've they run. Really and, and here's the thing. And here's the thing. Like, and you know this from watching, everyone knows this from watching Atlanta Hawks games. He has the ball in his hands all the time, he's going to get crazy numbers. 30 and 10 is not like something like he's going to walk into, but at the same time, he has the ball all the, all the damn time. So I expect him to put up. Larry put up those numbers. <laughs> don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! Who put, do it. Larry put up? Is Larry capable of putting up? Oh, Larry! Numbers? I thought you said Larry. My bad. No, yeah, like, Larry doesn't. But Larry doesn't, doesn't have the you ball. Can't just say just because like he has the ball. But if he did, would he would he put up those numbers? I mean, in Atlanta, shit. Would he? Maybe he'd lead the league in points. In total points and assists, he's capable. No, right? I don't think he would, but I also I, he wouldn't do that though. That's the thing. No, but it, like he's he, not capable. He <laughs> would no, but he no because he would actually be developing other guys on his right, team right. and but trying he's also to get capable. them better. Trey Young's just right, but you kind of playing like think, he's getting you his. But you're not going to tell me you think Lowry's capable of that. Right? No, but but it doesn't matter right. because he's more impactful anyway. There was a play when the Heat were playing the Knicks earlier this year where Lowry walked up the court. Tyler Hero had the ball in his hand. Lowry is 
calling the play. He's designing the play. Telling you two motherfuckers go here, y'all come here, do the screen, whatever. He's laying out the whole fucking play. They run the play, they score. He doesn't touch the ball one time. Look, that's Kyle I, Lowry. Trey don't do like, that. He's also mid thirties. Okay, he wasn't, doing, he wasn't doing that when he was 20, 24, 25. Yeah, but, I, yeah, but if I, you look back and, at some of those Toronto and, Raptor playoff series, he was better right. than people remember. And DeMar I had Trey on, so on my All NBA team, but here's what I will say about Trey Young: there is a way in which the <laughs> other Atlanta Hawks players they are not invested in Trey's success the way that all the Memphis Grizzlies are invested in John Morant's success. Okay. Nope. John Collins a, don't like that dude. And, and that is a Trey like, Young, and that is a Trey Young character flaw. Whatever that is, okay, the, his teammates do not love him the way they should for him being a star player. I don't I'm know not, why. I'm, I'm actually. I mean, not, I have I'm reasons not, why, but I'm just I'm saying. Actually, I'm actually for not, thing, that matters for a team. I'm that's why Atlanta underachieves. And he Murph, made my. He made my thirteen. He made my thirteen. Murph, I'm not saying I necessarily agree with, disagree with these two here. But it sounds like two people who love their team a lot in Miami and Memphis. That's what it sure sounds like to me there. But you know what, You know what, though? Dexter, Dexter, you, know you what can't though? deny it. You can't deny it. You're borderline trade. Both of you guys are borderline Trey Young haters from the start. <laughs> oh, you, Murph, I admitted that. You know that. I went on MSG and said he has high bus potential. I will own that. That's what I'm saying. I said it. I will own that. We all have our biases. I will say this. Like, in our defense, Gerard and I like actual teams, and that's what Miami and Memphis are more than most other teams in the league. Like, so, listen, you 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 have to agree with that, Dex and Murph, that Memphis seems and my, they seem invested in job being good more so. No, than I don't, I don't, dis- I don't disagree with you. Invested in Trey being good, but why I, I is that? Why is that? I don't Miami's not invested in Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero doesn't have the season Correct. that he's had. I'm, I'm, I'm asking I, why. I'm asking I why. I think that's. A, I will answer that and say. I, and just to be clear, I was just a making, lot of reasons. I was. I was making a joke with y'all. I think that has a lot to do with. I hate to bring this up because Brian could probably roll his eyes, and it goes with the team we talk about. But it has to do with culture, right? And I think the leadership and fostering that. I think that matters in any team. And that's no shade towards Nate McMillan or Lloyd Pierce that was there before them. But I think there is something too when you're building a culture as opposed to with the Hawks, where it's like, yo, man, we got Trey Young and ain't nothing else going on for us. So we he and I think that's part of Murph's point too. Like Trey Young has to make it work in a way because the culture's not there. I think it's all these things encompass that in other places other people don't, right? So they Trey went to the conference finals last year. They're good enough. But what I'm but here's the thing I'm saying. It could be a little bit like the Knicks, right? Like maybe. Atlanta somewhere between the ceiling of what we saw them last year and where they are this year. You know, right? I didn't buy into them last year. I, buy, I, I thought Atlanta was going to drop off this year, so I'm actually not that shocked at where they are this year. It's kind of like, well, it's kind of what I thought they would be. And maybe they're now, dangerous this year. Who knows? But they maybe. Do I think there's the culture of Memphis, Gerard? No. Do I think there's a lot to what you're saying and why Memphis is more invested in the individual success of, of John ja Morant? I think there's something to that, but I think there's also something to John ja Morant being invested in the success of his teammates. I'm not really calling Trey selfish because I don't know that, but I feel like the culture is different that Trey feels like he's got to make everything happen in Atlanta where Ja doesn't necessarily feel that in Memphis. You feel me? That's yeah, that's, feel that's 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 what I'm saying on there's that. A, I think there's a lot that goes into like, it's different skill sets, part of it. Too. Like John Moran's not going to pull up from 40 either. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like right. you have different skill sets that could alienate teammates, I'm sure. I said last. I said two years ago that that uh, Trey, you could tell that 
his, his, his uh, team. He got a buzzer that. beater yeah. and nobody went yeah, to that yeah, one. Yeah, that is wild to me. So, so, yeah, so yeah. to reiterate, my third team, to reiterate, because we got off topic, Chris Paul, Mar Rosen, Pascal Siakam, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. All right, Murph, what's your third team? My third team is Gobert, Butler, Durant, Morant, Young. Okay. So, and I said my fourth, my my fourth team is crazy, and I want to like I want to give a shout out to these dudes. Siakam, I I, I was I had Siakam ahead of Durant. I was going to leave Durant off totally. Then it was like kind of what what uh, Gerard's argument was with DeRozan. I was like, I'm really going to put Siakam ahead of Durant? Like I'm tripping. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't do that. Tripping. Um, so Siakam, Donovan, LeBron, uh, Dejounte, and Holiday. To me. Y'all just y'all out here disrespecting the king, man. Forget y'all. Uh, no, Greg. He would have been on my fourth team. team. Sorry. He'd be on my Jamar fourth third team. team. Sorry, Greg. LeBron, LeBron and Trey would be on my fourth team. Yeah, they'd be I, on my fourth team. You know what? I kind of do. One of the things I will say, in all seriousness, I do feel a little bit bad about is that I left DeMar DeRozan off. I did not put DeMar Completely. DeRozan off. Completely. Oh, yeah, I did. I mean, you yelling at me about LeBron. You ain't got DeMar on none of your teams. <laughs> what the hell is going on up in here? I mean, in the playoffs at least. I'm going to push back, I'm gonna push back <laughs> against you. I'm going to push back against you on that. You talked about having to play the whole season. I mean, DeMar, DeMar DeRozan was really impressive in the first half. He hasn't been that impressive in yeah, the second half. Yeah, but we all, we, we all kind of knew, like, all right, how long? All right, but, it, but, he, but, yo, his team at least held on to a playoff spot. Your man's team couldn't even get into the play-in <laughs> in the yeah. Western Conference. Again. A below 500 record gets you in. They couldn't even do that. And, and 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 this is I don't like doing this because this is judging somebody against themselves. Like Steph Curry had a down year for Steph Curry, but not a down year, for example. But LeBron, like a couple years ago, he would have dragged that team to the playoffs to probably like a four or five seed, even with yeah. But get to the ten seed. That's but, ten. But, but I think that's more an indictment on the roster, not his individual performance. Which, yeah, which but then he stopped here. caring, and he's like, I'm just gonna score points and score for the scoring title. And to me, it's like you're better than that, I'm, bro. Are you? Are, like, yes, is he? yes, yes, like, he is. Because like, he has like, been throughout his whole career. Is, is, and then he, this year, he decided to no. And here's the thing: king. he's your this king. year. This I'm year, this year, he decided either. to be selfish, and now he wants to act like he wasn't behind the Russell Westbrook shit. And now he wants to act like that's he's a, not doing a different. The, now he wants to act like he's that. not doing the thing again, where he's in the last year of a contract or the fourth year of an original contract because he signed the extension, and that he's not going to fucking blow it up again on the way out, like he did in Cleveland, like he did in Miami, like he did in Cleveland, and like he's about to do right now. Like he does this shit all the time. Yo, if, 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 if the Lakers you know? smart, if the Lakers smart, you trade Anthony Davis and LeBron right I, now. That, and get that, that, I, 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 I get that. smart. We know that. They're not smart, but. Yeah, not Dex, smart that. Dex, let me ask yes. you. Sure, DeRozan versus LeBron. To me, so you're, so do you value the game? One of them is the games played, which was like seventy six for DeRozan to fifty whatever for LeBron, and and the team performance, right? So so Chicago was forty six and thirty six, and LeBron's team we already talked about. What? Are, What's your question? That doesn't bring. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything to you. No, it it does it does mean something to me. I guess what I'm valuing is, and I'm not trying to get caught up too much in it, but I do think whether you think to Brian's point, LeBron was chasing numbers and stopped stat giving a padding, stat padding, not uh, impactful stats, right? Not not he That's he was he was trying to go for the scoring title. What else the hell are you going to do on that garbage ass team? If I was him, I'd go for the scoring title too, right? 
Look, Jackson, I, they, they could have won one more game. Hold one on. more game. I, 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 will, I, will, I will finish and say Kobe, this. Kobe would have played. That, well, that's true. That I agree. That is true. Kobe. But so would Larry Bird. But stop. what stop. I will say stop. is, stop it. Yo, I, I, will say to the, I will say this point. I could admit where I'm wrong. And I think there was some oversight for me on this in terms of not putting DeRozan over LeBron. That's the thing I'd have a problem. That's the thing I would have there. You could change it right now. I could change it right now. You know what? We get LeBron up out of here. Get out of here, LeBron. Because <laughs> no, I do – no, I, like, I, I, when somebody makes a case for me and I think something's wrong, I'm going to say it's wrong. Because I do think Murph makes a good point. There's value in – we can joke about the winning and them not making the playoffs. But there's value in that he definitely was available for more games and put up – at least you could have DeRozan on the outside or inside the MVP conversation. Through February, right? he was top five. In February, I think he dipped a lot off. And to DeRozan's dip, let's be fair on some of that. Some of that came from no Lonzo Ball, mm-hmm. no Caruso. Mm-hmm. He's asked to do yeah. more even on the defensive mm-hmm. end than he was early in the season. So his stats did take a bit of a dip. And while I might say he wasn't outstandingly oppressive on the offensive end, which I think you would see, his numbers took a hit because of that. But there's reason to be justified for it. And he was available. So I'm getting – here's what I'm going to do. We're going to remove LeBron from the second team. We're going to get him up out of here. We'll put him on Murph's fourth team. That's Thank what we'll do. You. Look at that. I and will and DeRozan, DeRozan I will, drop, he, was, he was dropped – he averaged 28 on, on very good percentages. Very you know, efficient so play, too. So it's, not like, it's not like it, – it couldn't have taken that big a dip. Dip, yeah, right. The win the – win, the efficiency wins of the team. I'm going to drop LeBron out of here. I'm going to make Gerard happy. Gerard should just jump up and dance around in his room right now because we're going to put Kevin Durant up to the second team with his 35 and 18 when he played all I'm that just, stuff. No, they are what they are. I just didn't care. If Durant stayed healthy, like of course. he might yeah. win MVP this year. You know, I, Listen, of course. But, but speaking of self-sabotaging sport. superstars and who you surround yourself with, Oh, he is that dude on he, his team. He gets so. an F. I tell you that all the time. He gets an F minus just like LeBron for roster construction. How the hell are you going to tie your career to that lunatic in Kyrie Irving? <laughs> I mean, Larry Bird never did that. But stop playing. Um, stop it. <laughs> um, Robert, Robert Parrish was a noble man. By I'm, going to, I'm going to move. I'm going to move Durant up to the second team. I'm going to put the Rose in that other spot, Murph. The rest of my team forward. I also had Jimmy Butler. Mm. Be happy, Brian. Center, I have Rudy Go, I have Rudy Gobert, Chris Paul, and Donovan Mitchell on the third team. Oh, wow. That's that's our that's the Utah our, guys were my la- were my were like among my last cuts. And, and I, I, to put I, I penalized Mitchell, Utah but. just like I, I was like I wanted to penalize the Utah guys and Trey, the three of them. I was like I don't like any of y'all's energy this whole season. Like right, yeah. the three of y'all, but mm-hmm. Gerard, you had Jared Allen over Bam at a bio, and I just want to know why. I did because I just felt like Jared Allen's overall impact was just better this year. Like, I get it, all the defensive stuff you gave me, but if you look at, like, oh, that Cleveland team should not have been good. Like, but all of a sudden, it's like, how the, they were third. They got up to third at one point when they were fully healthy. He goes down, and all of a sudden, they start nosediving. I'm like, that's a big reason for it. So he I, was, so cl- he was close for me, too, though. Like, he, so I put him like, up I, all defense and whatever, and the injury And hurt. because Miami, and this is not, a, it's, like, it's like Phoenix, right? It's like, how are you punishing the team that's number one in the league? It's like, because no matter who you guys miss, how the fuck are you still the number one team in the league? Because going back to my Durant point, Durant goes out, Nets are a disaster. Heat lose whoever, ah, we keep winning. Suns lose whoever, ah, we keep winning, right? Like, so I'm like, well, that's because the sum of your parts, right, are greater than your whole, right? Right. So that's, that's, you know. 
And I, th- I think I think Allen's numbers, his straight up numbers, I think are a little are better than Adebayo's. But I no, they're not. But I took. I, I I mean, if you look at the offensive numbers, they're better. Like percentage. Well, like yeah, I'm because better. he but, fucking right. you know baby but hooks not, and shit. But you not know that. what I'm saying? Like even still making even, them. Even with share. You know what I'm saying? Like this motherfucker. Like I don't know. Well, what he saying. doesn't. But here's the thing. Like if you're a center, and like a lot of your baskets. Are but like yes, he'll come out and shoot an occasional mid-range jumper, or whatever. But my point is that like his offense is pretty simplistic compared to Bam. Right. So yeah, Bam's going to be less efficient. Well, and like, Rudy Gobert's very efficient, and he typically only scores the ball like a couple of different ways. But you know, Allen, like, Allen, Allen's, Allen, Mitchell Allen Robinson too. Re- Mitchell Robinson, I think, led the league in like offensive rating one year. You know, what Allen I mean? out, Allen out, rebounded. Bam, he had, he had more blocks. Yeah, because Bam be on the perimeter locking shit up. Here's the thing. Like, there are guys who are really good at, at rim protecting. Bam doesn't let you get to the rim, right? There's something to be said for that. Like, no if doubt. he's going no out doubt. on you in the perimeter, like, you're not even getting to the paint. So it's not even like, oh, he's great at guarding the paint. It's like, he'll come out and you won't even get to the fucking paint. Kyrie Irving tried. Steph Curry tried. Like, a lot of these dudes have tried. Now, it's not like he's unassailable like occasionally i mean right let's let's also like when is that in the shot clock like come on he ain't if you gotta guard them all game like it ain't gonna be that like it ain't gonna be i don't know if he could lock Kyrie. that wouldn't be smart basketball like scheming either agreed that's just my point it's like all right yeah he does his thing no what i'm saying is like if you if you want to do the switch or whatever like he's never at a disadvantage no man wait till but i get i give bam credit for being on the number one team in the east compared to what jared allen was on the eighth team in the east that's why I go bam ahead of Man, him. I can't. I just. I can't wait for next year when the Knicks come back and the Knicks is doing all this shit. They better, I'm baby. All, I'm voting them in all these awards. Man, y'all gonna be so <laughs> salty. Uh, uh, I'll, vote, vote, vote all your guys, man. I, vote you guys. Are we? Are we? Are we? Uh, for executive of the year, are we giving LeBron that award? Him, him, yo, him and Katie should have to give money back for the teams they put together. They should, give them, they, should, they should get money taken away from them for the process they put. Yeah, or give them defensive player of the year because they blocked a lot of opportunities for their teams. There you <laughs> who, go. Who, who gets the who gets the whatever it is, Jay Walter Kennedy uh, citizenship or whatever the fuck? Award. Who, who get who gets that? Are we done here? Yeah, we're done. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, who gets who, who gets a citizenship award? I don't know, man. Who's a, who's, who's a good citizen out there? None of them. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can tell you, you won't get it. Oh, Kyrie go. Irving. <laughs> <laughs> the joke entered my head too, and I was like, "Somebody's gonna sure. say it." What do you mean? <laughs> He's standing up for the people. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. The, mandates, I, the mandates, man. <laughs> that man out here not caring about the people's health. Oh, all right, this man. was a fun one. We went long. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I even made a mistake. I put LeBron on all NBA teams, and then I took it back. You can, you can, you can, you can all good, man. Now wait, let me ask you guys this: the official. All NBA team, does he make it? Yes. Oh, of course. They're not going to leave him off. You know, he's going to be on the third team. His media fanboys will 100% go that, off. I see LeBron will make it. Trey will make it. Uh, uh, there might not be any Heat players on All NBA. Uh, no, that's I mean, that's I, crazy. That would be wild. That would be crazy. That would be wild. I didn't think Butler deserved it last year, and they put him on there. I think Butler deserved it more this year than last year. I do, too. I think that's fair. Last, but I think to leave Jimmy, if you leave Jimmy him. Butler off this year, that's a bad job. That's a bad job. Last year, I gave it to him taking into account that he lost 12 pounds in the middle of the year because of COVID and then came back and dropped 21-7-7. You, you, know, you, you don't know. know what who knows that, though. 
You know what I'm saying? Nah, I mean, that was recorded. That was recorded. <laughs> that was funny, but that was recorded. <laughs> yeah, you also just love the heat. That, that's it. No, but seriously, if they leave Butler off, I do think that's a bad job. I will say, I will definitely say that. Can you imagine if they leave Kevin Durant off? Yo, Gerard is going to be riding in these that. streets. The game, they, they both played around 50, 56 games. Listen, they played, listen, they both listen, of them missed listen. a lot of games. I think Towns will get into. I think he Towns getting in. Towns one last, yeah, Towns should be in. One is mm-hmm. any chance that uh, Murph's boy Harden makes the team? Absolutely not. He might. He <laughs> I got think some he fan could. Boys too. He has some fanboys. Who too. the hell are you putting over him no, over no, no, on I, his team? Listen, no, I'm, I, the I'm most, saying you, you know Maury's out there writing letters right no, now. You're right. So. You're right. <laughs> all letters. You're right. I, I think, but I, you know there are some people. I put him over Trey. What did they put him over Trey? I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to say any names. But there's an infamous. Uh, sort of uh, uh, occurrence of an NBA writer out there voting for Defensive Player of the Year and oh, having yeah, yeah, Andre Drummond yeah, yeah, and yeah, Hassan yeah. Whiteside oh. on his ballot, yeah, yeah, a writer yeah. that we all know, mm-hmm. uh, who is mm-hmm. no longer on Twitter. I'm not going to mention his name, but if any Net fans are hearing this, you know exactly who I'm talking about. And um, look, there are some people who are just going to look at numbers and be like, ah, I know I've heard Harden hasn't been as good, but 22, 8, and 9 or whatever the fuck he has. And then that's, You're not watching the games. That's terrible. But that ain't, I, don't, that ain't, I don't think, that ain't, he, get, don't think he gets ain't in. even he good, though. Like, that's, that's not even good, like, <clears throat> compared to the other guards that are ahead of him. Well, we know, we know, we know, that, we know that a lot of people – not a lot. I'm not going to say that. There are some people who have votes that don't deserve it. Right, 100%. So. Before we get up out of here, who do we think is going to win these play-in games uh, coming mm-hmm. up? We got Nets, Cavs. What's the schedule? Nets, Cavs tomorrow. Uh, What's yep, the- and then Timberwolves, Clippers. Timberwolves, Clippers, which I'm excited. Which I'm excited mm-hmm. to see that game. Who do you got winning those games? Nets and Timberwolves. Nets, Timberwolves, Brian. Nets and Timberwolves. Assuming Kawhi Leonard doesn't come back. You're not coming back for that game. You're not back for that game. Uh, Murph? I'm a wrestling fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, give me, uh, give me is that Kawhi's music? <laughs> what did you, you say, Murph? Nets and Clippers. I, I still don't trust the Timberwolves completely. Damn, I, and you, I, I don't, well, I don't you, blame you for not trusting well, you start them. believing in the Clippers over the Timberwolves? Woo, that's that's Tad Tad Beverly Tad revenge Tad game. Tad that's, that's amazing. And so the other game would be Hawks-Hornets on Hawks. Uh, Wednesday. You got Hawks. Hawks. And what's the, and then the last game would be Spurs, Pelicans, Spurs. and Pelicans. Pelicans. Uh, you got Pelicans and Hawks. Yeah, Pelicans Hawks. Uh, Murph, I got I got Hawks and who, who knows with that other one? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just like hey, both <laughs> them teams are just ugh. Ryan, who you got? Pelicans and Hawks. I'm going Hawks Spurs uh, in that one, uh, but yeah, who knows? Next I don't game. trust I'm, the Hornets, man. I've tried, but they can't guard at they all. They can't guard anybody. I mean, all. neither really. That can game Atlanta. is gonna well, I, whatever the over Atlanta is. Score like nobody <laughs> bang that over. Whatever the bang over is, bang that over. <laughs> bang that over. Like four hundred. Right. Yep. Over. Mello, so that, would, I, I, that would give us Celtics Nets and Heat versus Hawks in the East. I like. And that. in the West, it would give us Grizzlies Timberwolves, which is interesting. Which, NBA TV series. And then... No, no, ESPN. They're already on ESPN. Oh, they did. They won't on ESPN. Okay, Gri- at least Okay, I- Grizzlies, Tim... Well, John Morant, they're going to try mm-hmm. to, like... You know, I hope. I would hope. Grizzlies, is, uh, Timberwolves. is John Collins out for the season? He, I don't know if it's... It's, like, undecided if he's coming back or not. Like, they haven't... That, that's real, the like- thing that I think the Hornets... Like, if the Hornets get hot and they could, like, that could be scary. But they're also on the road. And then the other series would be uh, Clippers versus... Suns. Oh, duh, Phoenix. Yeah. Assuming the Clippers even win, I think they would in the subsequent game. I think the seven and eights should should win, but look, man, shit happens in single elimination. So teams get tight. Yeah. So who you got? Yeah. Oh yeah, you got the Hawks coming up. That's right. 
Teams get yeah. tight, man. Hawks heat, Hawks, Hawks heat, Hawks heat, and Nets Celtics will be really good. That'll be. I think the you Hawks know. could win Game One, and then after that, shout, shout, shout out to the Bucks for talking the Nets. Shout out to the Bucks. Shout out. To listen, them. listen. Taking you know, this, taking the Bulls, who were you know, let's everybody, nobody's really scared of them. You like, and and it's close travel wise. Milwaukee, Chicago, that's like thirty minutes. Forty-five like, minute flight. Yep. Right. Whatever. I mean, that's yeah, that's, that's a no-brainer. The Bucks are geniuses. That is that's geniuses. A, that's a smart. They're movie. like, yo, 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 Boston. Jalen Brown's not vaccinated. All right, cool. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna sit everybody. We're gonna get fucking smacked by the Cavs. Y'all motherfuckers' choice. Play the Nets or play the Raptors, Raptors. where you uh, have listen, to go. Genius, genius move by the by the Bucks. Genius like by it. the Bucks. And like they're it. also telling Boston, yeah, we don't care. We'll beat you we in six. We yeah, don't need we, the game yeah, seven we, we, game. We, we don't need that. Also, genius. I think the, the other series I'm really the two series I'm really intrigued about coming up, the four or five matchups. Uh, Philly and Toronto. I think Toronto could win that. Raps um, and six. Uh, uh, Raps and six. six. I like that. I like that picture, Rod. I tweeted that today. Then yeah. what do we we got? Mavs and Utah. Mavs uh, Utah in five. Mavs <laughs> in five. In, in my, in oh, my... Don, the Doncic injury. We got to wait on that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because if, if they don't have Luca, then all better. No, no Luca. No yeah. Luca. It might be crazy, but I, Yo, I could I, you imagine? So remember last year, right? Nets went up 2 0 on Milwaukee. Everybody's like, all right, Bud, Bud about to get fired. It was all right, all end of the world. Oh, don't, do don't, do don't do it. Don't do it. No, 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 I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is Luca gets injured, right? He don't play. Utah wins, and somehow they find themselves in the conference. I knew, that, I knew that's where you were going. I knew that's where you're going. Yo, that's the thing about this league. People Wait, wouldn't Utah to have about. to play Phoenix though? But it was in the they second round. Six, they was. They take Phoenix to six or and seven then, games, and then Chris Paul gets injured as he will. Yeah. Damn, why you gotta be for my guy to get injured? Man? I mean, doesn't he do that's it every playoffs? I, I don't know. I, that's the thing. So let's say this before we get off. Uh, injuries and COVID and all this shit. Oh, that will, like that will determine. Be, that will determine. I think it's going to be more of a factor than we'd want. And it always is. Every season it is. Every season injuries decide. Now, if Utah mm-hmm. makes a run to the finals... Or all of a sudden, final. Quinn. All of a sudden, Quinn gets an extension. Donovan and Rudy are best buds. They're going on vacation together and shit. Like what the? Well, like, Donovan. Donovan will need to average about thirty-five for them to have any chance. I think. I mean, he could. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's series. And also, and also, hope somebody on that team can guard in the Yo, perimeter. You, that's you, the problem. Y'all think Denver could beat Golden State? <clears throat> yes. No. I don't think they will, but I think they can. I don't think they will. I wouldn't. Yeah, I think. Right. I think they, they, they have, have it. I think they could win two games because they can make Jokic can make things. What a if Curry though. is like? We're not sure if Curry's a hundred. Nah, they can still win. I well, if I, if I'm Jokic, I like. <laughs> I don't want to deal with Draymond Green. <laughs> yeah, Draymond's annoying as hell. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Draymond's gonna Draymond. kick him in his nuts. Yeah, He's Draymond, gonna fucking Draymond try to suplex him at the one big, point. The biggest question is if the everybody seems to like the Raptors over the Sixers, which I do. If that happens, and then uh, Murph's boy Harden looks bad, oh, man. Oh. We were talking about that extension in the group chat today. If say, he looks bad. <laughs> yeah, I, so, I, don't, so, I don't know. Look, I, I pulled up his numbers this year just to make sure he wasn't going to be, you know, all NBA. Look, man, those, those shooting numbers. Oh, ugly. <laughs> ugly. And when you and, watch... And, and it matches watch, the eye worse. test. The yeah, eye test you, is even worse. When you it matches, it's worse. Well, Murph, we watched him all, all season with the Nets. We're like, what is this guy doing? He's just trying to get bailed that's out. What, yeah, he's just throwing shots up at the rim. Which is what I was saying. That's what I was saying about like, Maury. Like, like, you watch like, this. It's your, job, it's your job to know what's going on. That's right? his BFF, like, man. Have, they boys. Like how how are they two hours away and you don't know how he's playing? Love, love is blind, man. You know? Love is blind. Love is blind. Love is blind. You see what you want to see. You know what I'm saying? 
It's like, it's like that old uh, Mario Wine song. He didn't want to know. He didn't want to know what was going on. So he wasn't looking. He wasn't looking. He didn't want to know. Also, he, Harden played himself, too, because he, he would have had an easier – He I, we always said he, he needs two stars, not one, to get a to get a championship. He, at least if he was still in Brooklyn, he wouldn't he, he wouldn't have to do as much. And he, he did have Chris Kyrie Paul and Durant. Dwight Howard and shit. So, like, he had you stars. Know? Dwight Howard that, was still really good at that point. And then he last thing, watch, watch out. The boy Ben Simmons might be back for the playoffs. Ugh. Out there ramping it up in practice today. We'll see. Nah, we'll we'll see. see. You can't, we'll, you can't we'll throw see. him out. He hasn't played since the playoffs. You're going to throw him out there in a the playoff game? Come on. I mean, well, 10 listen, minutes. You know, I'll take 10, 15 minutes. You know, you know the Nets are massive subterfuge and like throwing, you know, they be lying about injuries and circulating videos for propaganda and shit. You know how they do. I, I think it's fair to question Was Ben Simmons even really injured? Yeah, I think he had. To. No, he. You think so? I think. I don't know. What would be the? What's the? What's the purpose of? Yeah, what's the purpose like, to sit out? For the what? Only the only thing I can. I don't know what I don't know what Ben's purpose. The only thing I'm is thinking about is it's got to be something with Philly where he didn't want to come back really quickly because he said all the mental health stuff. So if he came back and automatically, we, we way past five, that now. We way past that now. And and, and nobody cares. Okay. Like, <laughs> There's also that when it's all said and done, well, like. I, that, that I don't. Him, him but, getting his money, I don't even think that even plays into it, really. Like, you, yeah. Like, even if he played, that doesn't mean you weren't, you weren't, you didn't have mental issues before that. No, it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. I just don't, you know, you never know what people wanting to protect their image or trying to protect their image and the whole thing now with him with the money. I don't, I agree I think, with you. I don't think most people care. At, my at, thing at is, he had, he had back injuries in Philly. Yeah, he did. Yeah, right. Sure. So, but my thing is, how, how is that not taken care of? Like, like, I'm not saying that. I don't know how he got injured. He he's had that issue. So, so what you I'm, go what a I'm year thinking, without yeah. taking care of that shit. Like what what's wrong? What's what, what, what I what I what I what I think is is that surgery is like a nuclear option, and they're trying to avoid that. And when he started practicing again with with the Nets to get ready, he aggravated it ramping up, and they were like, "Yo, this shit." Because again, and they knew because the Nets had the medicals. And they're like Ben, you know, talk about surgery. I don't I don't think he wants to get surgery. For I mean, who wants to get back surgery? And nobody. That's not that's not a. That's, That's not true. an ideal MPJ thing to do. Tried, MPJ tried not to, and well, right, he, he had to get it right. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not a good look. So I think he kept trying to like avoid it. Six six ten light skin thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, on, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, you got Murph taking shots at R and B singers and six ten light skin brothers. Oh, <laughs> like, Murph is like, yo, they kind of merge together. I can't really tell the difference there. Like, there might be some overlap. Yo, that is it for this episode of the Hotel Podcast. Oh, no, I think man. this is our longest episode ever, Brian. Uh, episode 220. Oh, no. uh, Wifey gonna be mad. Might have to break it into two parts, y'all, right? You might have to break yeah. that into, into two parts. It's a lot. It's a it's lot. A, it's a lot for people to digest, or people just turn it on after they realize I picked LeBron to be on second team. That's probably <laughs> what, what, what will happen. Or they might turn it off when they heard Murph and Gerard going at it. You should have hit the mute button. I couldn't do that to y'all this time, but if that happens again, we got to give y'all the around the horn treatment, man. We got, we got, we got, to, we got to do that there. One day, one day, Gerard and Murph will settle the debate on Larry Bird <laughs> and Kevin Durant. One day he'll settle that debate. That it is, was, my, it was written. It was written. Chill, chill, bro. Chill, chill, chill. We not, we not, we not doing this. <laughs> that is Gerard Hector. Check out his work on True Hoop. Check out my man Jamal Murphy, the Black Catologist. His great work on Anscape and all the stuff he does. Also check out. Brian Fonseca, he's about to hop on another show, Five Reasons Sports. 
He'll be talking about the Heat, so you know he's going to sleep really good tonight. He's going to talk enough about the Heat. Hopefully, I haven't been getting sleep like that lately. Yeah, because you're stressed out about your team getting bounced in the first round of the playoffs. (laughs) I don't have that stress this year. I don't got that stress at all. I'm good. I'm good, but I'm miserable because I'm a Knicks fan. Uh, I'm Dexter Henry. Until next time on ATL, ain't hard to tell podcast, y'all. Let's go, Miss. Let's go, Knicks.